Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast. On Sunday, the 15th of November, 2020, I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today is Zachary Burgess. Hello. And Robert Kemp. Hello. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Up close on the mic there. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit. I was, trying to, I was primarily trying to do the uh, delay that Zach just did, where it's just like, Hello. But what I, what I didn't realize is that I nodded my head quite a lot while I was doing it. <laughs> it's part of your mic technique. Nod your head forward <laughs> on nod the way back. Head. On the way back from Mexico. Let me see you just nod your head. Will Smith wanted me to nod my head. <laughs> like back in the eight years ago. <laughs> oh, longer than that, man. It was that must have been what, Men in Black 2? Yeah. That could have been like early two thousands. Like I reckon that must be twenty years old. Yep. That what Men in Black Two? Yeah. Men in Black Two. Yeah, because yeah, that would make sense. You know what else is twenty years old? Jesuit Radio. Bam <laughs> bam. And, and still no sequel. I mean, no. Sequel. I mean, there was. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was, but the first one came out in two thousand, I think. Yeah. I mean, Men in Black had a second sequel and a. Another one for some reason. And a fourth sequel without <laughs> Will Smith in it. <laughs> yeah, where they don't even mention Will Smith's character or Tommy well, Jones. Don't they? I think they do. Don't they? They they, they mention the letters, like, but they're not. <laughs> right. I love how many black. There's only like twenty six of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's only it's, it's only possible until they start double barrowing the letters. QQ, <laughs> GG. Well, they still got numbers. They can have numbers. Yeah, but they don't seem to. They must well, just fill in like yeah. uh, like old old letters. I reckon it's like we no longer have a K, so you can be K. Well, sure. <laughs> Although that must have it, sucked in Men of Black Two when K came back. It's like, what if they'd already replaced him with a new K, and then they're like, "Oh, we're getting old K back." <laughs> Shit. But then my, my my biggest question with that is like, who, so who runs this like airport like lounge down that they have downstairs the new york one and yeah it's, it's, it's like can, can there really only be like 26 members well, <laughs> running that whole facility the real question is like how do any of the aliens get there if this is like an airport lounge like where where are these where's the landing site that leads to this place that's in the middle of new york yeah because do they have i don't remember the law do they have like teleportation or or, or what wormholes or something like like stargate or well I think, I think they, so. mm, I think they hint on that in the last one, the Men in Black Four. That they definitely have like some kind of portal. vacuum tube systems. I'm sure, like, <laughs> but still, where, why is why is the best place to have this like immigration center dead in the middle of a huge city? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's because that's where people just end up, and it's easier to round them up from New York than. I'm pretty. It's sure just that's the what the, it is. the rules of Hollywood that that. Uh, aliens always end up in New York. <laughs> Maybe it's not really like an airport. Then it's just like there's just the, the where the aliens can hang out being aliens, but they just they all seem to be like they're walking somewhere, right? It's well, like... but they definitely show it being like immigration in in Men Black Two when the bad guy turns up with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, it was in Men in Black Two. Who was the baddie? It was um, from uh, Twin Peaks, wasn't it? What's her name? Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> Don't know. Can't remember. For some reason, I've got a picture of Cher in my head, but it's not Cher. <laughs> Although, if that film is anything, or if those films are anything to go by, pretty much any celebrity you can name is probably an alien. <laughs> and they've probably made a joke about it. Yeah. 
It's how they get their talent, man. It's otherworldly. <laughs> so did you see the one with Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth? I did, yeah. Oh. And? Eh. 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 Almost entirely forgettable. Yeah, um, there's very little about it I actually remember. Other than, is it got Harvey? No, who else? No, did it have, um, I think it had, um, what's his place? He plays Thanos in it as well. Josh Brolin. Oh, no, he was yeah. in the third one, wasn't he? Oh, was he? he? He was in the third, he was playing the Tommy Lee Jones character, like younger, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think he might. Well, maybe he was it. Maybe he did come back, and there was some other character. Yeah, there's anyway. There's some sort of brainwashing like plot line in there somewhere, and, and I've, I've been <laughs> you mean brainwashed the whole concept into... of Ben Black. Yeah, well, there's a brainwashing even... plot line. I mean, but not even the whole like 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 forget <laughs> was it the neuro the deneuralizer? Oh. oh no, wait. There's the neuralizer and the deneuralizer. Yeah, there's like it wasn't even the neuralizer. It was just the uh, uh, yeah, straight up. Oh man, know, maybe it was. Oh, I've God, got like I've a little. I've forgotten it. I've neuralized myself from Men of Black Four. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've got like a little pet spider outside my window who set up a. I watched setting up the the web or whatever the other day. Did amazing, isn't it? When they put together the web, but now it's seriously raining. In your house, and he's in he's in serious trouble. Half the web has just got washed away. No. He's managed to get back to the middle. Oh, I think he's. Mm. He's hanging on. <laughs> Hope he's all right. <laughs> Not really a problem. No, I mean, you'll probably just have to rebuild it, I suppose, right? That must take a lot of energy, though. But he's been hanging out for like three days with the same web. So, well, who knows has he, much... though? Because a lot of spiders rebuild like most of the web every day. <laughs> really? You just oh. don't see it because they're doing it in the mm. morning. Uh, probably doing it in the morning. Spiders yeah. love it. Yeah. That, yeah, that web is thing. losing integrity. <laughs> oh, dear. I wonder if, like, because it's on the inside, outside of a window, like, does the it, does that make it worse for collecting insects or better? I don't know. Well, than if, if you, it was if you imagine, like, space. insects bumping against windows, as flies tend to, yeah. that would give you, like, more opportunity for them to end up in the web part of that window. <laughs> yeah, because it would bounce back and back into the, uh, into the web, presumably. That's, like, it's literally, like, you know, a centimetre from the window surface. Hmm. <laughs> okay, you can't see this, but yeah, he's struggling. Entertaining, right? I'll keep. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yeah. Please do, please wow, do. it's I'm, properly raining. Anyway, I mean, I can tell you that the structural integrity of the many spiders' webs inside my home has been demolished over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. How come? <laughs> well, just because you know I've got to keep it clean for all these damn house viewings. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, uh blowing out the cobwebs. Yeah, literally. They do come, as Zach says, I'm pretty sure they all get get to work in the mornings and they're just straight back again. And you're like, oh, come on. I did that. <laughs> I specifically did this corner and somehow a spider has returned. I didn't get much of my summer of spiders this year for some reason. They're helpful when, I, when you know, to catch the bugs that get past the bug nets in the summer. <laughs> you, you form a truce with the spiders during the summer where it's like, you live in the ceiling, that's fine. You get all those extra bugs. <laughs> but then when the winter comes, you're all gone. <laughs> gotcha. What's going on here? Is this a storm, storm coming in or something? Suddenly it's super windy and rainy. What the hell's going on? I mean, we had quite a lot of rain this morning here over in the switch, and maybe it's taken all day to blow over London. I don't know. Yellow wind warning. Oh, it's coming towards you. I can see the. No, it's lines. going the other way. It's coming directly to from me to Ipswich. 
Excellent. <laughs> Maybe by the... the end of this podcast, we might be experiencing it. I love yeah. a good rainstorm. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. I mean, bad. There's, there's no, there's not. Uh, I don't think there's anything more satisfying than just being sat indoors whilst all <laughs> hell is breaking loose outside. That's, that's the key part of it. You have to be yeah. indoors. Oh yeah. Well, then again, like in summer, I love a good rainstorm, and just because I, oh, I will run out the front door and do a little, do, do a little dance when it rains. <laughs> <in the> summer, <laughs> a little rain dance. Yeah. It's it's super satisfying, isn't it? Because it's been like, it'll be like the oh, you know so hot, and you'll be like so drained, and all of a sudden the sky opens, and you just, you just run outside and be like blessed relief. And then usually what happens is about an hour after the rainstorm finishes, it's back to the same level of heat, and you're like, oh damn it! <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take long to get back. No. And then it's muggy. <laughs> yeah, and it's worse. Yeah. But hey, I'll, I will have my moment. I will lap it up. I mean, maybe not literally. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of lapping things up, the cat has been so irritating. It's lost its. She's lost her routine completely. What's going moment, on with so. your cat? Well, she's just waking us up in the middle of the night by like meowing in our faces, and then and then doesn't want anything. It's like meow, <laughs> and it's like well, it's like three in the morning. Do you want food? No. You've got tons of food. Like, do you want to go outside? No. Then what do you want? What she wants to do is then promptly... She actually did want to go outside, but just didn't want to go outside. She wanted to be like, change the weather or something. And then, and then sh- shat's on the mat. It's like... <laughs> it's just... Uh, no respect. <laughs> After all this time, no respect. The cat has no respect. Yeah. Do cats ever have respect for anything? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, they respect that there's a, there are certain areas of the house which they will always shat in. With <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that's surely good, though, right? I mean, it's kind of helpful. She always, <laughs> picks, she always, she always picks a mat downstairs to poop on that's just kind of i yeah. mean i mean it is really because it means there's yeah it means there's a mat that has to be cleaned which is like when i've got hard flooring would have been easier if you just pooped on a tile right okay and then like, you <laughs> wipe off the tile exactly yeah <laughs> but no i think it's the whole theory of like you know you put a rectangle on the floor the cat is going to use it for something you sure it's not rhyme based like the cat shat on the mat no yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely rhyme based <laughs> That's what, like, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of a rhyme, but I couldn't come up with anything good. No. I think that, like, maybe I need to just put down some seeds so the cat peed on the seeds. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's not going to work, is it? It's just it's purely about chat. If I ever got a cat, it would have to be a cyberpunk cat like in that PS5 game. <laughs> mm. Yeah, what is going on with that cat? It's not augmented, though. Well, it's just a backpack did, cat. <laughs> it, had a, it did have a backpack, yeah. Yeah. It could be augmented by the end of the game. <laughs> Upgrades. <laughs> yeah. Unlockables. Exactly. Before, before we know, that cat was a robot all along, and it's weirdly the most organic-looking thing. Yeah, that's right. also quite possible, judging by the general theme of that game. What a robot. What's that game called again? 
<laughs> Side Becky T. <laughs> meow meow, twenty twelve. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. <laughs> meow meow, twenty twelve. Future space year, twenty twelve. When robots look like robots. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually can't remember. Is it is, is it like a one word thing, or is it like Among Us but not Among Us? Like I thought it was a one word thing, but I can't remember. Anyway. I've just cyberpunk cat game. That's the important thing. I'm going to have to look this up now. Cyberpunk cat game. What is the first thing that comes up? Oh, stray. Uh, stray. It, it was actually was it actually was. the right word that came up. Yeah. I was expecting something else. Right. Okay. The spider has started repairs already. Yep. Good job, uh, spider. It seems a little bit premature. It might rain more. Oh well. Well, so what else does he not have do? a weather forecast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> How else is he going to spend his time? Maybe these are like emergency repairs. I don't know, or just shoring things up. Yeah. Do you remember those old um, um, the research on like what spiders do when you drug them? <laughs> oh, and they produce like super crazy acid webs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, or, and then what was it if you get, gave them marijuana they made the worst webs imaginable they were just yeah. full of holes and just... if you give them cocaine do they make webs twice as fast <laughs> I, don't, I, I forget even what the exact ones were but they, they, yeah they made weird patterns out of them like mm. <laughs> but yeah acid and then maybe they make a fractal I don't know <laughs> I guess webs are, might be a Kind of fractally, anyway. It's a spiral, like it's yeah, it's yeah. basically a spiral. Yeah. Well, it's not a spiral. It's yeah. Well, the 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 bits going in aren't, but don't they spiral in with the uh, from the you know the concentric circle, not concentric circles. They start on the outside and go wee. Or yeah. uh, maybe it... maybe it is a spiral. I thought it was just concentric circles. Look, I'm just looking at one now, obviously, <laughs> but it's falling apart. So oh dear, not going well. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> what else is happening other than spider updates? <laughs> spider. Well, I can give you the, the continuing this section of our podcast again. YouTube advertising updates. Oh hey. no, no more. Well, I don't think we. The ad blocker adverts have completely disappeared yet. I think I've still seen them hanging on. They've obviously been like on a reduced schedule or whatever. But mainly I've just been seeing, well, two things. Firstly, because obviously it's Google, a million fucking Stadia adverts that you can't skip. Mm. Oh, really? Because <laughs> mm. it's Google. And then the other thing is it's November, which means it's time for perfume. Right. Uh, right, yes. <laughs> What what were the classic TV Christmas pre Christmas adverts? Perfume and like whiskey, right? Like blended crappy. Oh, um, really? Yeah, you know that. Do you remember that old? Um, what like what? like famous grouse or something? Yeah, famous grouse. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the sort of crappy blended whiskey. Um, what else? Well, I mean, I'm trying to think of specific ones that only come around there because obviously there's the I mean, big, like John big department store adverts, yeah, yeah. Uh, or whatever, or the big. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Prestige adverts that they do now. Mm. Is the John Lewis one out? I haven't seen it. I, I don't know. I've I've seen. I saw something on Twitter about some one of the big, you know, Christmas ads is out. I think I've seen uh, a fucking carrot again. Is that Audi? Oh yeah, that's Audi. I think carrot Audi. Audi. Yeah. 
is it a character called Kevin, I think, or yeah. something where he's like an animated right. character. Yeah, he's, he was flying this time or something. Um, is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's it's a carrot. Um, I think that was the tweet going around. Uh, yeah, they've done their thing. Uh, what, else, what else is the other one? I'm sure I saw. Oh, what was it? Marks and Spencers are doing there. It's not just food again. Yeah, because that was their best campaign of the last. When was that? Ten years ago, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and they haven't so had any got good a... ideas since then. So no, so they thought, well, we'll just make it better by getting Olivia Coleman to do it. <laughs> I mean, bit of prestige. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a decent choice. Olivia Coleman of of Oscar winning film The Queen, and also uh, Peep Show, <laughs> and and also in the what is the is, no the Queen was she, oh. she the Queen or do you mean the Crown? The Crown, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not. She's in the Crown. No. What's the Oscar, what's the film she won the Oscar for where she was Queen Anne? Um, what's that actually called? Oh, what was the one where Helen Mirren was the queen? Uh, is that the one you're thinking of? Or? Oh man, I can't remember anything at the moment. Um, did you see it? Was it? Just called, it was, no, it was, I didn't see it. But it was really, really good. Maybe yeah, it was just know. called Queen. <laughs> yes, Queen. <laughs> yes, Queen. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm an egg. There's more Google searching time. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. The favourite, it was called. Oh, right. Not what I was thinking of. Yeah, but she played Queen Anne. Yeah. Uh, and that was very good. And she won <laughs> Best Actress. Oh, right. Now, there was a film called The Queen, which was Helen Mirren's. Yes, that's in, right. In 2006. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's my source of confusion, because she also is in The Crown playing the Queen. Yeah. Yes. Which Noam was watching this morning because <laughs> the new series is out. <laughs> I heard that show is quite good, but I just don't care about the it, royals. So why? Would no, I, watch I know what it? you mean. It's like I didn't, I didn't set out watching it, but when it, and, and I still don't go out of my way to join Noam in watching it. But when it's on, it does kind of draw you in. Yeah, I heard it was well and made, think, well acted. I heard that Claire Foy was amazing when she was playing the queen, the young. Well, yeah, version. and you know, Olivia's obviously great as well. Obviously, yep. but, she's um, really good. And they do. I mean, they get the the actor to what you perceive as the character of the royals. Very good, if you know what I mean. Like, mm. I can't remember the actors' names. I'm terrible with this, but like the guy that's playing the the Duke of York right now is 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 pretty spot on to how you'd imagine him being. Mm. Um, the guy playing Prince Charles is pretty pretty excellent as well. Um, They're introducing Diana, aren't they? This this series. They are. Yeah. Season. I think. I'd, yeah. I think the gnome got up to that point. ATD. Charles Dance was in it. Really? I think he played Lord Mountbatten. Lord Mountbatten? Mm. Yeah. He wasn't reading people's um, biographies for Big Fat Quiz. He got another job. <laughs> Charles Dance. Good old Charles Dance. Well, you haven't Charles seen Dance. you haven't seen Game of Thrones. He's really good at that. I mean, it's no, I Game of Thrones is mostly good because you get to see Charles Dance and Diana Rigg. <laughs> Charles Dance. Yeah. I tell you what, if we're talking about TV, if we're doing our TV bit, <laughs> I uh, uh, I've, I've been continuing to very slowly watch The Boys season two. Oh yeah, and that's kind of yeah. The way you said oh is kind of how I kind of feel about it. It's like yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not really doing it for me. 
Mm. Even though like I like Twitter seemed to blow up about it like when it came out and it was just like, oh yeah, this is great. This is like the best superhero take out. And I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, it's not as good as season one, is it? And it's not as uh, it's a bit derivative. Mm. It's like if, if if you've watched HBO's Watchmen, Watchmen, this year, yeah, it's like they're borrowing, or at least they had the same idea. Mm. It's um, yeah, there's there's some crossover. Yeah, maybe, maybe e- even the this kind has come of... out first. I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those. Maybe they both had the idea and were working on it at the same time, even though it's kind of the same idea. Um, I, I like the first season of, but like even the dark satirical. Um, superhero version is a bit of crowded isn't it well i think that's the thing i think they, they sort of did that in the first season and yeah. they're aware that they did that so they don't lean into it too much here and they, but they're not even as funny about it or mm. as it's just kind of it's, it's just kind of, of there yeah yeah it's like they're just doing what they did before without spinning mm. it or you know and, and, and i think it's it's not holding me it has its moments don't get me wrong um um but yeah it's, it's not it's I'm not like super stoked to go like, oh, I have to see the next episode right now. I'm like, it's like, no, I'm, 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 that was okay. <laughs> Bit of a shame because I was I was properly hyped for this season after the after the after the end of the first, and just just hasn't hasn't hit the mark for me. There you go. It's yeah. My Rob review of the boys season two. I uh, I'm not watching much except for the Mandalorian is back. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering if I should try and binge it because there's an Xbox perk at the moment for getting like a month of Disney Plus. Oh for free. yeah, you definitely <laughs> should. It's it's very bingeable because it's like, it's quite, it's actually quite, it's quite light. Like it's basically a a western. Like I don't know, it's not. I just I don't know, and it's got a lot of variety. It's mm. basically watch. He's it's like a video game. He just gets lots of quests <laughs> and side quests. <laughs> he's constantly going on side quests. And he's like trying to get to back to the main quest line, but he keeps getting distracted. That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah, I mean, it's the Star Wars game that you always, I always wanted to play, but they made a TV show instead. You know, everyone wanted that man, that bounty hunter game where you get your own Millennium Falcon, you fly around different planets. That's basically what this is. <laughs> um, but as uh, the thing that's happening now is. Uh, so my brother knows all about this, but I didn't really because I don't really care. I that much about the star wars but um um the guy the showrunner for this apart from john favreau is the mm. guy who did the clone wars which was the animated star the wars, animated you know, one the, yeah the, the, the samurai Cannon jack one. style one no oh no, no you mean the the, 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 the yeah, kids the, 3d one yeah the kids 3d one that of okay. which there is quite a lot of which george lucas was heavily involved with at the time that's what he was actually into and that mm. is super i've never watched it i mean i've seen the animated the samurai jack one that was crazy but that's been decanonized <laughs> completely but the yeah, uh it's a shame because it's brilliant yeah, it was that was epic <laughs> uh but the uh yeah the 3d one um it's still canon and um uh, the quality of that is way up and down. Apparently some of it's good, but I, I I can't be bothered. But what's happening is some of those characters are starting to appear in The Mandalorian in live action. That's what's oh, happening. Interesting. So they kind of okay. weave in. So they, this episode, last episode, had um, a character who's a Mandalorian from that show uh, played by Starbuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Katie okay, Sakov. Uh, and uh, then the, his his quest is to go and meet um, 
I don't know if it's a spoiler, but there's Baby Yoda's in it. <laughs> uh, and Baby Yoda, and his quest is to get Baby Yoda back to some Jedi, I guess, right? Because what do you do with a with a mm. Baby Yoda? And so, and the the, <laughs> the Jedi he's been directed to find is one from the main character from that, the Clone Wars. Okay. Cool. Uh, so presumably she'll appear in live action. What's her name? Ahsoka, the weird like teenager with the orange skin. Right. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, you probably know who I mean. Yeah, I mean, I know, um, I know the, I know the, that visual more than yeah, I've never seen. That's Clothes all Wars, I really Clone know Wars, is the visual. Yeah, yeah, it's a kids' show though, so it's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 they're going to have like presumably like you know darker, adulted up versions of the kids' show characters, but not too far because it's still Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, well, are, they, are they are they assuming that the kids that grew up with this will have grown that's into the thing. Mandalorian? I, and... I think most people watching the Mandalorian will have no idea and they know that so yeah so it's interesting how they introduce characters who are already established but no one has any clue who they are hmm. um so i'll have to see apparently it's gonna the i mean rumor you is just do that be, you uh, do that by introducing like the new those characters and just make put them, putting them in the world as if they were just a new character right yeah so that's, that's how you have to do it yeah they're, so they're new to the other members of the cast exactly yeah. and so you still got that introductory period yeah exactly and those main... in the know get more out of it. Yeah, exactly. So that's what's happening with the. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know. It might be a bit fan servicey to do this, but it's been fine so far. So we'll have to see. I mm. hope it's a strong. I hope. Well, it might not be strong as, enough. Characters. It's probably not going to be as fan servicey as Picard came across, right? <laughs> no, that's ludicrous. Yeah. But I'm wondering what what's happening in the timeline because this is I don't know. At least five years after Jedi, um, so I don't know what's going on with Luke Skywalker at the time of the Mandalorian, because um, mm. I think it's kind of pre him setting up his Jedi Temple. Because what um, Ben Solo or Kylo Ren would only be like if 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 they had a baby immediately after <laughs> after Jedi, then he'd only be like four years old, <laughs> right? Oh right! Yeah, I keep forgetting this is such a this is a weird timeline, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Whenever uh, every time someone t- thinks about Baby Yoda, I keep thinking, "Oh, this must have happened. This must be all like like very prequel stuff, like very prequel." Not at all. No, but, it's set but after no, Jedi. no. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, I, the end of the I, Empire. Yeah, I keep forgetting all that. So the Empire remnant is still very much around, and the First Order are not around. So hmm. they might show the beginnings of the First Order, but I hope they don't. I hope they stay away from that, to be honest, because they don't really need to link up to the the sequel trilogy anytime soon, in my view. No, well, it's a sort of it's an MCU move if they try that. But well, that that sequel trilogy is done anyway, so yeah. Well, they didn't stop them at the start of um, Agents of Shield from trying that, did they? Like the movies would go do one thing and then they'd try and tie it all back into shield and then they gave up after a while <laughs> yeah well the whole marvel tv and and movies completely split didn't it because apparently yeah, it's, the it guy got, it's, behind it's, the tv hated the guy who ran the movies or something uh, it was, it's even more complicated than that like because like the networks ran the shows but they weren't directly tied to like so agents of shield i think it was abc Right, run, yeah. Rather than being, you know, directly and there were some Marvel Netflix or ones, Disney. Right? Yeah, there's been some Netflix ones. It's all, it's all very splintered. And but now as... they've just reset that, right? So they've rescinded all of those shows, and they now they just have full on MCU TV shows, starting with 
WandaVision at the end of this year, right? Right, yes. Yeah, I've seen yeah. stuff tying the surface about that. And there'll be a there'll be a Loki one and there'll be a um there's a Captain America slash Falcon one coming, isn't there, I think? Um so there'll be a few. I think WandaVision's spo- was supposed to have been out by now. I think it got a bit delayed mm. by uh, COVID. But presumably, when the Mandalorian is done at Christmas, then in the new year, we'll have it'll be WandaVision. Yeah, they'll need something to something on their schedule to slide in. Which looks insane, by the way. Kind of excited about WandaVision. So when is this like? Because is it is it is it exploring Vision and Wanda's romance? Because there's been a lot of that surfacing on Twitter, but I don't really know if that's what it's all about. Or I think so, but I think I I don't know much about it. But Scarlet Witch has the ability to basically change, bend reality, right? So she has like, well, she can make you think reality is changing, isn't right. it? It's more, it's more, or at least that's how the MCU has portrayed it so far. Like it's more in your head than it is. But then, because she can like fire bolts of something at people, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's her, her powers have never been like a hundred percent explored. I don't think in the so, MCU right now. So I guess that's what they're going to do. It sounds like she's gone like Vision died, and she's gone nuts, and she has her own weird like town that she's taken over and is turning into I Love Lucy or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. So we'll have to find out. I can get behind that. Yeah. Also, I quite like her. I quite like how they, you know, um, yeah. her name? is it Ashley Olsen? Yeah, yeah, she's really good. Yeah, I think she. she I think she, she, for for the limited amount of screen time they've given Scarlet Witch over the MCU, like I think they did a, the you know she did a reasonable job at making it somewhat believable. But. Definitely, and she did quite a good job in that because I, I didn't think. So she, same, the, with, same with Vision, really, isn't it? They didn't, they didn't use him enough, really. What's, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember that guy. That, Paul, Bet- Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah. yeah. They so they're both obviously in the in one division. What's their show? So good. Yeah, we shall see. TV's TV Zone. What have you been watching, Zeg? Nothing. YouTube adverts, apparently. And YouTube. YouTube adverts. <laughs> 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 are you gonna? Are you gonna buy? Are you gonna get the Chanel ads next? Well, if I haven't already, I don't. Yeah, I don't already. even perceive which one of them it is. It's like, oh, here comes, here comes some dumb, bad metaphor imagery and people staring into the distance. That's, that's the one I seem to see on TV most of the time. It's, it's a Chanel ad where there's like gold people on the moon or something, which I thought might be a Jador ad because Jador tend to do that whole gold thing, right? Because they had Charlize Theron walking out of a pool wearing nothing or something, or wearing in gold, and then they had like. Kanye West playing in the background. It was weird. Anyway. <laughs> Perfume ads. No one man can have all that power. Yeah, it wasn't that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was flashing lights. Or flashing lights. That must have been used in a perfume ad. Probably. Oh. <laughs> We watched Spider Verse yesterday. Me too. I don't, I don't think Noam was quite as taken with it as I am. But... Really? Oh, had you yeah. not seen it before? Oh no, I had. I'd, oh, I'd seen so. it in the cinema. Yeah, was, me was, too. Yeah, yeah, big fan. Yeah, uh, I was, yeah. Watching it again. Super hype. Still super hype. Yeah. Excellent. 
Um, I'd, I'd seen it at Christmas and but uh, last year as well. But Gary put it on last night, and I was like, "Oh yeah, fine. <laughs> I like this movie." So yeah, I watched it yesterday too. It's still great. It's still great. I've heard, I've heard there's a big controversy about Miles Morales having Adidas um, sneakers in 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 the new game instead of Air Jordans. Yeah, because apparently they suck. <laughs> like right. sneaker sneakerheads don't like it. Apparently, like they're just not as good. No. Okay. Is that why? Okay. I, I, that's that's the vague. Uh, you know, I I have no idea. Seems like, this, like it might. This, have this been is territory. Some kind of, I'm not. Yeah, cultural race thing or something about it being Michael Jordan's trainers or something. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. Yeah. Anyway. I could sort of see it, but no, it's probably just some like, hey, they they did the deal. <laughs> yeah, it seems good. It'll, seems it'll that be way. that. But no, I thought like sneakerheads. Yeah, if you're going to if you're going to make a deal which isn't the actual original deal, then you're basically making a huge problem for yourself. Yeah, they should have just had generic shoes. Yeah, if you can't make the deal, you have to go generic, or you're just going to piss people off. And even yeah. being generic will piss people off, but not as much. Or you shouldn't have, you know, used Jordans in the first place. You know, don't don't brand your character from the start. But I think that's an important part of the character for some reason. I think those trainers meet are important in the culture for some reason like but those particular model of trainer right the nike air jordan yeah. that he never ties yeah. <laughs> shoeless is untied it's a choice yeah it's a choice are the adidas ones in the game tied up that would be funny <laughs> probably yeah they just look like boring ass shoes to me yeah oh yeah these new ones like they're not they're not as distinctive as the jordans which is probably why i don't know i i can't claim to understand i'm not uh, no sneakerhead is yeah it's not us did you see the ben and jerry nikes <laughs> no oh they're amazing do they have a spoon in them <laughs> that i could just whip out at any time <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just like um, there's some def- there's definitely something. Uh, remember that scene in Friends where Jerry just rocks up to a destroyed cheesecake and just randomly pulls a spoon out of his pocket and it's just like, ah, oh, so what are we having? <laughs> it's just like there's something, something about that. Just Be have prepared. a spoon at all times. Yeah, Scout's motto. <laughs> <laughs> Always have a spoon. spoon. <laughs> How's right. the kettle working out? Yeah, what's going on kettle wise? It's been fine. The top hasn't failed yet. <laughs> Excellent. White plastic all the way. Well, black plastic. Is that is that a key differentiator? That yeah, had we, to talk, be, uh... we talked about it before. It's because it's got that fancy design on it. You wouldn't really be able to see the design if it was pure white. You'd yeah. have to have it black reflective, black shiny, and have it, you know, have the moulding in it. But I think, as we discussed previously, previously, theoretically, black radiates more heat, I guess. <laughs> but I'm but sure like that's not too much of a problem <laughs> at that scale. Kettle scale. All right, then. We've done pretty well for our random section. Yeah, it's time for the news. What's been going on in the world of video <laughs> games? Games of... We've got a whole slew of delays, first of all, before we get to obvious news. 
What's been delayed? <laughs> apart from delays, Harvey obviously news also. I mean, there's not a lot of you know big big news going on other than you know the consoles, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but we have had some game delays. Now we missed. I think we missed one uh, delay back in September when this was announced. That um, Kenner, um, the action, the, the very pretty looking sort of like almost Pixar esque. Yeah, looking uh, action adventure game that was um, uh, revealed at one of the PlayStation Five events, but is also yeah. coming to PC via Epic Store. Uh, yeah, that's been delayed out of this year um, because that was going to be some time now, I think, originally. Right, um, that was looking nice. Um, it does that look nice. Trailer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, real good looking thing. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean. As with everything this year, let it slip. If it has to slip, let it slip. It's fine. For some reason, that makes um, me think of that rare game that was coming to the original Xbox when it launched. What was it called? The original Xbox. Oh, um, are you thinking of Cameo? Yeah. On the 360. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was that was that announced for the original Xbox? Because I think it was. Rare. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it That's was originally right. a, an OG Xbox game, but then got pushed as to be a 360 launch. Because it starts with a K. <laughs> That's why making the edit sort of magically. I don't know. So it makes me think. I think he's always wanted to go back to the cameo. Like I play, I did play it at launch um, back in the day, but I really have very little recollection of it. Hmm. Um, and, and it's not. It, I remember it not being very long at all. Like you can finish it in like four, maybe five hours, which is right. weird for a, for a game of that style that you can finish it so quickly. Do you know what was um, going on with Rare at that time when they were making like Perfect Dark Zero? And uh, it's like, not their it's not their strongest no. <laughs> time period. I mean, but let's 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 also not forget that they made Viva Pinata very soon after that, right, which, yeah. is a, which, which is a stone cold killer. It's <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, but those those early rare and Microsoft works were not good. Oh, because they did grab by the Ghoulies as well on the on the OG Xbox. That was oh, like their right. first venture, I think. And I played that when I picked up Rare Replay a few years ago, and it's like, uh, yeah, that's that's not great. <laughs> they lost some. They clearly lost something in the transition, and I don't think it's yeah. ever. Even though most of the team was was still the same. It's like something changed, and we don't. We've never really got that back. I don't think, other than Viva Pinata. Um, but you know, fingers crossed for Everwild, whatever that is. Uh, yep. Yeah, so Kenner's got delayed. Uh, Kerbal Space Program Two has also been <laughs> hella delayed. <laughs> Even though this is like they never should have said a release date in the first place, because every, every as soon as they did the first teaser, everyone was like, "Well, it's never going to come out in early 2020." And then no. when they re, re put a date on late late 2020, everyone was like, "No, you're still." Have you seen the alpha footage? <laughs> <laughs> well, and also let's let's not forget how long the original took, right? To to get out of like some form of early access to some form of yeah, we might be done with this. Yeah, to friggin' ages. I mean, you know, at least they, at least they did label it as alpha footage, so it's like it wasn't even beta. So it's like, yes, obviously you're not going to get it out in a year. <laughs> mm. But alpha is like most of the dev cycle for video games, isn't it? It's like, sure, but they're, like they're for a change, right they were the just like early access. Lols. It was like it, this actually is alpha footage. <laughs> you don't get mm. to play it at all. 
uh yeah so that's not it's not coming out next year it's coming out the year after that 2022 maybe Kerbal your enthusiasm although that uh, that could that still could mean that they might get an early access version out next year if they if they're going to there's a like one way to like reel that date back in is to say like it will come out in 2022 <laughs> I see okay I see what you mean <laughs> A bit like how I don't know the 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 the, the it confuses me because like the story around Rogue Legacy Two is like yeah it's out and it's like no it's not it's very no. much early access. It's explicitly early access. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also on delays, the medium, which I think was one of the few Series X uh, exclusive games that was supposed to be out in the launch window. Is pushed into next year. Not many launch games for these consoles. Just no. gonna, just going to say, there's like a lot of them have been pushed. Um, uh, in better news, the first three Mass Effect games are getting a remastered collection out early next year. Maybe better news depends how fucked up EA makes it <laughs> i mean it, is it bioware i mean the current state of bioware with mass effect andromeda yeah that probably doesn't help help things either oh god yeah. you i mean you don't think they're going to push the whole thing like remake i mean it's a remaster no, not no. a remake so i don't think they're going to push them all into frostbite right i don't think so it's unreal engine all of those games so sure yeah they, they will upgrade all... them relatively gracefully yeah, I guess. They were all UE3 originally, so they could all be pushed into presumably UE4, because I guess UE5 is not ready yet. But Yeah. And the obvious question, will they include all the DLC shit, or will they try to resell that again? Oh, God. That's a thought. Oh, yeah. Because there's a whole character in the first game, isn't there? Well, there's like... Mass Effect 2 has like three characters oh, and yeah. like a whole bunch of side quest stuff. <laughs> Yeah, most of those were free, though, right? Well, a chunk of them were free, right? Two of them so you got were free, the... and one of them was paid characters. Yeah, because you got the there wasn't the, which which was the one that had the hover the whole hovery vehicle stuff was like extra, but that was free as well. Yeah, I, the, think. The, um, it, I, I think it was because you have Zaid, the boring military. Yeah, dude. kind of in, inconsequential guy. Yeah, he he was very free. The thief was the paid one, right? The, um, where you yeah, had to go to that party and and it was oh, right. like a heist mission. And then it was Mass Effect Three that they had the Promethean. Was yeah. It? It was, was like super supposedly a... for the story and also like paid DLC. Yeah. yeah. And wasn't he like a pre order bonus at one point? Something like that. Like something yeah. heinous. Yeah. So, 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 I, I really hope it just throws everything in because that supposedly is how that how those games really should be played, is just just chuck it all in and that's oh, that's yeah. the experience. It's like, also okay, like ditch Saeed if you want, I don't care. But the rest of it <laughs> I mean if like, they take it, Two um, and three had like there was DLC that bridged the gap between the games as well. Oh like, yeah, they yeah, had yeah, those yeah, extra really. missions that actually explained how you went from like the each, between each game. <laughs> Even Mass Effect yeah. One to Two had one. Yeah, because it had the whole crash thing. Oh, the Normandy crash yeah. was there. Yeah, well, I don't mean in two. I mean it, there was a there was a DLC that explained like some of the events in between those two games. Mm. Like, huh. How you ended up being shot at by collectors in the first place i mean the... I, wonder if it, I wonder if it does the thing that like the playstation because the playstation didn't get mass effect one but i think it got a version of mass effect two yeah um and so they bridged the gap with that with like a digital comic that you could then make the choices 
Oh, yeah, they right. expanded in? like the instead of it just being someone asking you a question and you being like, "Yeah, I remember that or not." <laughs> they expanded yeah. it out of it. You could just be like, "Well, you could pick what happened, and then it would do it in the comic style, and then and then it would feed into the game." And it's like I wonder if they'll include that as like a hey, if you want to start from two, you can do it this way. Because the, the thing is that the... actual save it for God's sake, <laughs> just let people oh, do yeah. it for real. Yeah, they, yeah, won't, yeah. they won't do that. But that like the gameplay in two was significantly. You know, the shooter it, gameplay that, was quite an improvement on one. It would be a bit weird going back to one it, yeah. if you bought this collection. You're like, oh, I'm going to start with number one. It's like, oh, this is well. As long as you haven't well, played any of them before, so I think with one would probably be fine. It would just be like, this is a weird old game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, unless unless this this is what's being done to it, is one going to get a sort of fix up, or are all of them going to get some sort of unification? <laughs> well, obviously, treatment. the real question with That's... one is how they're going to fix the menus. Uh, oh god! Yeah, the trade—I mean, the the inventory and trading menus from the first game. Oh man, that's a memory I didn't want to have. I don't, <laughs> I don't back re- in I my don't remember those because you had so much crap. Well, it was one... like it had it had no sorting oh, system. Yeah, 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 one yeah. Was just so like here's a big list. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You spent yeah. a lot of time digging through those to the point where I, I think there came a point like halfway through that game where it's just like I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to just stick with whatever equipment I've got because I can't be asked to faff with this until I started doing a hard playthrough and then it was like, oh, right, yeah, okay, this actually matters a little bit more. <laughs> I think I was doing like a legendary run or whatever it was, whatever the hardest difficulty mode is that I never finished because getting started in that hardest difficulty mode is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. And then it eased out a bit, but then I got bored of it. Um, it was also my Femship run, yeah. so I never really did a proper Femship run. I was only ever played as Femship. I don't think... And, like It sounds yeah. like I should have. <laughs> really. Yeah, just but, because I, I, I think when I played the first game, I tried both, and just, like, the voice actor's better for Femship. Nothing really yeah. wrong with the guy, he's just, like, generic dude. But then Femship, it's the, it's the lady who played... Um, Bastula from Knights of the Old Republic. She's awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. You you had ties. Yeah. So basically, they, they theoretically have quite a lot of work to do. <laughs> I mean, maybe. If they, they want do to a, do it. Yeah, if they, they might not do a thing. And I'm kind of okay with that as well. Like It might just be like a tidy up. Like it runs better. The, the, the I mean, graphics are improved. The and... model should be the Master Chief collection, I think. They did, they've done a really good job with that, I think. Oh, what you mean, like take an anniversary sweep at it, or? Well, not necessarily. I just mean the Master Chief Collection. Some of them have anniversary versions, but not all of them. But like, like, no. Hay- like KD three or whatever. Like they just like make sure it runs well and clean it up a bit, yeah, and make sure it has everything right. There's nothing missing in the Master Chief. They gradually add everything, right? Pretty much, yeah. That's what they need to do. Yeah, I mean it's. They're, they're they're much more contained, I think, than the sprawling mass of games that Master Chief is. I mean, they're, they're only doing three. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, but they are three big games. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. I think it's uh, it's a you know, Andromeda poisoned the well a little bit. So it's it's yeah, it's nice for and you know I think they have said that another Mass Effect game is in the works, like another yeah, they announced that too, another yeah. actual one. Um, Let's see if so they it's... do it properly. Luckily, Andromeda is like in a totally different galaxy, so they can just let that disappear. <laughs> they, 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 they could leave it alone, yeah. Which might be wise. 
I don't think anyone would be too upset. I don't know what they did with the story because I didn't play it, but like whether they left it in some sort of unfinished state, which is probably likely. Probably, yeah. Probably likely is a funny phrase, isn't it? Because it just means likely, likely. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's likely, likely. It's double likely. It's probably probable. Probable, (laughs) probable, possibly, possibly possible, possibly probable. Uh, Mass Effect, yeah. I mean, let's play those again. Fine. (laughs) I mean, I I, I already was playing Mass Effect two again until my (laughs) until I couldn't (laughs) use the mouse anymore. Uh, a, fr- a friend of mine does at least one playthrough of all three of those games every year. Yeah, all three. All three. What? Back but that back. would be most of the year. <laughs> no, he, he gets through them pretty quick. I don't know. Uh, he's, he's, he, I mean, yeah. he knows them inside out now. Right. He's done it every year, I think, since they came out. That's a bit much. It's, it's a bit much. <laughs> In my yeah. view. But if you enjoy it, good on you. Um, I'd probably mix it up with some KOTOR. <laughs> <laughs> or any other game. I think uh, there were some Kotor references in um, lore references in the Mandalorian episode one of season two. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Anyway. Have you got a, a AK forty seven droid or whatever his name was? Oh, HK forty seven. Yeah. HK, not AK. No, he hasn't appeared, but that would be awesome. I, I would really like. I bet. I hope they do that at some point because that would be amazing. There's no real reason not to do that. I think Taika would be into uh, HK forty seven. <laughs> Uh, he would be hella old. <laughs> he's a droid. I think probably in the Star Wars universe, judging by the general state of their droids, it probably does matter a little bit. That is like true. That you don't, see, years <laughs> you don't see like, any of the droid models from Kotor in in current Star Wars because they must be so so old that nothing survived that long. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, but they basically have versions of all the same stuff, right? Well, yeah, astromech droids have sort of been the Flat same heads. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like their designs in Kotor, though. I like the astromech equivalents in Kotor. They're kind of cool. Droids. 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 Uh, Mass Effect, yeah. Mass Effect. Uh, we have some Sega news. Not good Sega news. Sega Arcade business in japan has not been going well since no one's been going to arcades unsurprisingly um so yeah they've sold they've sold it they've sold their entire arcade business they're like this is unhygienic <laughs> let's get <out. laughs> someone uh, else can least, take care of this at least they're like going the opposite direction of Konami, i suppose <laughs> They can oh, to what, yeah. make games, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, so they have, Sega have said they're not getting out of the arcade game business. They're still going to make arcade games. They just don't want to run physical arcade venues themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've sold sold that whole business to something called Gender. I think it's called Gender or Gender, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who will be taking over it? Uh, and the good news for you know fans of or Japanophiles, I suppose, is that the branding of like Club Sega and Sega Arcade isn't going to change anytime soon. Um, that you know, is part. It's part of the deal. The the Sega branding on those are on you know what are classic <laughs> classic venues um, are, are, is, is going to remain at least at least for now. I mean, I guess that means the Yakuza games can still use Club Sega, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. they, might, they might be able to do that anyway. I don't know. 
uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, what else we got? I haven't got my notes on my phone and I can't read my screen from here. I heard that that 13 remake was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I think that is what the next one was I had on my list. Yeah, 13. Um, an old... Oh, was it a GameCube era? I had the GameCube yeah. version. Um, um, do, you, do you have that game? I have I have 13 oh. on GameCube, yeah. Um, didn't finish it. It was hard. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, I got it because like it had, had hella style, right? It, it leaned into comic books, the comic book art style like nothing else had really done before. Hmm. Not in a not in a three D shooter anyway, like you know, cell shaded shaded characters, um, cutaways, um in and all the cutscenes so they're all presented with like, you know, you know, black lines everywhere and things happen in frames and mm-hmm. uh you know, really stylishly done. And even during gameplay, like when you, if you shot people off a cliff, for instance, and they would fall into fall down dramatically, like you'd get like ah appearing right. in like letters behind them as they fell, but it would also put a frame a picture in picture on screen while that was happening, showing their dramatic death in like oh, a, that's cool. a a comic book frame. And it 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 was stylistically really cool. And like you know, it did things like um you could see people's footsteps through walls and things because you could you know you to simulate clop, hearing clop. them. Yeah, you know, it would put these little markers on screen, and uh, it was yeah. I I I remember it not being that great as a shooter like as an actual game it had problems mm. and i think maybe that there was an era then where gamecube kind of got the rough end of the deal on some of these like you know something things didn't quite flow together on some games i don't know if that was because they had to make cuts for the smaller discs here and there but it, it there was something disjointed about it um and i, I might be misremembering that because like that or whatever that turok game was that came out around that time had weird issues on GameCube that I don't know were present anywhere else. Um, uh, and, you know, maybe I'm just munging all that together in my brain. Anywho, that was a thing. It, it was kind of cool. They remade no, it. <laughs> yeah, they, they've, they've remade it, which was already a delayed, troubled development, supposedly, you know, from what we'd, we'd, we'd heard about it thus far. And, but that thing's out. And, yeah. oh, God, it looks like garbage. Like... Like ass. so, it was. <laughs> so they've okay. There was a there was a simplicity to the visuals originally. Yeah, the, I mean hardware at the time and all that stuff. But they were, they were everything was quite flat. But that's kind that was kind of in keeping with the game style. It was all comic booky mm. and things mm. like that. It was it was fine. So it looks like what they've done now is they've tried to just lift some of that and then put it in a modern game engine. So like the world looks too detailed. The world looks too. Hey, we just ripped off some assets from the Unity store or something and mm. threw on some modern lighting and there you go. And it's like it no longer has that comic book flair. It undermines the style. And it's like the the characters still have some of that. The character the character models and things like that still have that. But even that's not a um even the old elements that they could have reproduced aren't there. Like the cutaways of people dying that I mentioned before, not there anymore. The text above people's heads is really understated like, now. Why, rather than why, being a big deal of the presentation. If it's you're like, not a fan of the things that made the original unique, then why remake it? Then why try? Yeah. It's 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 clearly it's like the, the, the they they threw someone who was just yeah, a team that just didn't really get what made thirteen interesting in the first place and thought, let's modernize this. And just took it in all the wrong directions. Like let's let's modernize this. Is not slang for let's genericize this. No, and that's 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 all they seem to have done. And it's 
it's bad. <laughs> it's, mm. Apparently, they've like messed up things as like as well. Like you know, the game had had a sort of old school you carry every gun that you find system, as opposed to having limited slots. And so they've changed that. So now you have a limited slot system, and you've got to make choices about what weapons you carry. And it's like you've changed the game. It's not a remaster if you've changed the game. Damn it. Um, little things, little things. But it's just a. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why you would do that. Weird. I was surprised they, that when that was announced at all, let alone... I know. Now I hear it's, it's bad. It's it's kind of amazing. It's amazing that they tried it in the first place. Like, it, I don't think 13 was ever a particularly big seller back in the day, but it has mm. a little bit of a cult following, I guess. Um, and there is a PC version, I think, of it, um, which you can still run these days. So, you know, might be worth getting hold of that original version. 13. Deserve better. Kind of. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, let's talk about PS5 before we... Uh, yeah, so that... Move on to stuff that I know a bit more about. It's uh, launched in the US, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I got this... I didn't. I didn't realize there was a staggered release. Staggered all, release, yeah. Like, well, yeah, not that badly staggered. But. No, no, no. It's only like a week, but it, it it caught me by surprise. I was like, I guess, I guess we see all the advertising from America, like when we're watching the uh, yeah the events and stuff. And I thought it was like a same day release for across both platforms, but it wasn't. No, not not here anyway. So UK hasn't yet got their PS5s. Hmm. Um, but it doesn't matter because we're getting all the news from US anyway. Um, uh, other than that thing being huge, it's like the thing I wanted to, wanted to point out was like the, the Digital Foundry um, spent a little bit of time just digging through all the settings that were available on that thing prior to launch, and uh, uh, yeah, a couple of things caught my eye. It's like it's 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 interesting that Microsoft have fallen into one of their old traps that, that usually they fall into with Apple, but uh, here they've fallen into it with Sony, and that, that there's all these options for like default settings in games. That you know, so you can say like, "Oh, I prefer to play Y inverted on my controller," which is mm. something I do. Um, and Me too. most most games don't default to inverted. No, so um, it's the first thing you do. Usually, there's yeah. some dramatic like opening sequence, and then you finally get control of your character. You're like, you're pumped pause. to start the game. It's like pause. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time yeah. the, the game starts, you're like, "Right, let's go, let's go, let's go." Oh. Hang on a minute, hang on. I'm gonna have to press pause and change. Or this. it's like a, like, it's always like a super seamless transition from cutscene to gameplay, and you're like, "Wow, you're supposed to be like, I'm in the game now," and it's like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediate yeah. stop to everything. <sighs> yeah. So uh, the 360, I think, first implemented that feature. It'd be like, "Here, set up some defaults for what you want." what you tend to tend to do in games uh, even i think it even went down to the level of having like okay would, as a general rule what do you do to your sensitivity settings do you up them do oh, you leave cool. them where they are and i think the 360 used to do that um but the ps5 now does that um and the xbox hasn't had that uh, the xbox one took all the, all that out and it still hasn't returned so you know well played sony i think that's a good feature that should have stayed mm. and um uh, it's nice to see some of that back, but they they haven't stopped there. They've kind of expanded it into all kinds of crazy directions. Like you can set 
you can set like a level of like do you prefer what's your what would what do you do with difficulty settings do you tend to raise it after you start when you when you start do you, do you or do you leave it where it is or do you make it easier mm. uh, what do you do with subtitles do you prefer to have subtitles on um which i for some reason i do i don't know i think it's just because you know if you get interrupted you still want to be and someone's talking at you you sort of just want to be able to out the corner of your eye still read what's going on if you can't pause a cutscene, mm. you know so i tend to leave subs on or you know i don't know sometimes in the middle of a firefight you miss a bit of dialogue don't you so, but if the subtitles are on screen then you might glance it um stuff like that you know you can turn all those on by default in theory on ps5 and it's like yeah great these this is awesome um why hasn't this been more of a thing since 360 did it? Yeah, 360 had a lot of good ideas that didn't seem to roll over to Xbox One and and some I mean, of them I are in the PS4. But like, I, I I'm still yesterday I was with, with my flatmate and it's like I still to this day I'm not sure how to get to the bloody downloads um, screen on PS4. Right, like, yeah. Without going, you have to go through like a notification or something. Like, I, yeah, I don't know how to navigate to that screen. I think I had that same problem on on Xbox recently, actually. I just couldn't quite figure out how to get to the download list. Yeah. I could go so to my, my, my games and apps, and then, you know, in that list, it would show me which ones were queued and which ones were currently busy. And I, maybe there was a way of getting to it through that. But yeah, I couldn't figure out what was the like, what's, what's, what's what is, is there just a downloads page? And it's like there is, but it's there is somewhere. That's the thing, because it's like I know it's there, and then eventually you find it. But like, it, it, there, I don't, I get to it through some tangential means, like some pop up or something. Yeah, I can never actually navigate to it. So annoying. Anyway, yeah, I don't know if they've changed that or if you because in Steam there's the a whole downloads tab, thing. and you just hit downloads, and there, there, there they all. Oh yeah, or you get yeah in Steam, you've got that that just that banner at the bottom of the. Yeah, the, whole, the main both. window that tells you when stuff's stuff's active, and you just yeah. click that and go. All right, yeah, I can see what's see what's working. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, you were saying. No, no, no that's kind of kind of the end of the spiel. I think yeah. it's a decent no, fe- decent cool. feature that needs to come back. Um, I mean, I still lament the the changes in uh, soundtrack stuff, right? Like OG Xbox, I think. I, I mean, yeah, you had to load soundtracks onto the box itself, but the way it handled soundtracks on the OG Xbox. Yeah, that was cool. It was great. I mean, why not make that available to developers and stuff, especially for racing games and things? Like, because the problem is, is like most people use like third-party providers now, so you have to like yeah. you'd, you'd you'd have to integrate some kind of. Well, you'd probably have to integrate a system-level API, right? That yeah. that could talk to a music player on the device, hmm. but that music player on the device was then actually just using a service of your choice like it's using spotify or it's using yeah Deezer or maybe it's or use, be... using your network drive or something and it's um, and the game's just telling that to do something or i mean what it needs is like yeah a generic interface for a playlist or an album i guess or a playlist yeah. across the services so that it, it can play pause skip track within a playlist and that's all and then you can set up your own playlist in whatever service you're using as long yeah. as it can and... generically I mean that. that would be a royal royal pain in the ass, and like the I guess I guess the app developers for like the Spotify app, for instance, would have, you know Microsoft would decree say that it's like okay if you're going to do one of these apps, you have to tie into our um, our our media API, otherwise yeah. otherwise, you, otherwise you can't be here, um, which would be a difficult thing to change now, I guess, in yeah. the Xbox eco structure. But um, eco structure, what's the word? Ecosystem. Right, ecosystem. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's close. Um uh but 
uh, which might be a difficult thing for them to change now. But it's, I don't even know if the Xbone or like what Xbone PS4 or PS5, what, what they, what any of them do for like a, a media player. Well, because like, the 360 PS4. had the blade, right, that you could just bring up at one point and be like, "Here's your media player," and that media player plays at all times. Like I um, tested it out and on PS4, uh, one because uh, I wanted to play Wipeout with proper Wipeout music, and there wasn't very much in in um, the Omega collection. Uh, hmm. And it worked quite well just playing the Spotify app in the background in the PS4, but it didn't, you know, it just played constantly, which was fine, um, you know, so... Oh, right, so you have to turn it off in, in the music off in-game? There's no, like, game music override? Well, no, I mean, it would play, and then all the sound effects were mixed in fine, um, but, like, when you came, it wouldn't start a new track at when you start a new race. Right, it just right, right. Ke- yeah, kept yeah, playing yeah. continuously. And then the most missing thing is, of course... It can't like do effects on the on the sound no. when you go into boost or something like that, which is that's the missing part, really. Yeah, um, I suppose Spotify might not be happy with that. I don't know, but that would no. Be, I, yeah. I think that was a problem they they they. I, I I seem to remember that was a problem they faced when they were doing it on the 360 system as well. Yeah, that it's like you know, that at that point people were starting to have a few problems of how that might get. Because you want it to go all tinny when you're in super speed. Because yeah. <laughs> it sounds you, cool. you want it to fade out in the air, right? You want it to high pass yeah. as, you, as, you, as you're on a jump to make it go... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, which so I, which I think missing. OG Xbox could do. Um, or well, have course, some control over. It was good, though, because if, if you go on Spotify, there are huge playlists of OG wipeout music, obviously. Mm. Um, yeah. Although there isn't much cold storage on Spotify, unfortunately. No, but, there isn't. Yeah. Uh, but most of the other stuff was there. Yeah, yeah, because most of the other stuff was licensed anyway, so it's yeah, exactly it can, it can be brought in. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty good. I mean, I remember, I seem to remember, I played a lot of Ridge Racer Six when the 360 first came out, and got bored of its music quite quickly, so was just running a playlist the whole time. Well, Burnout Revenge as well. I did that on the 360 version. Just ran a. Uh, ran the the 360 blade media player all the time while I was playing that, um, which was fine. I, I kind of miss how easy it was on the 360, just because it was like built in. It was right there; you could get to it super easy. Like I guess on PS4, you have to go back into the app to change how it's playing if you wanted to stop it at any point or skip a track. Or there's no like convenient widget mm. somewhere. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, it's a it's a it's a thing I think they should bring back. Um, not that I use it all that much nowadays, but yeah, Wipeout's like the one thing. That's that's the good that's that's, that's, that's the good one. All, that's where you really games in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it they tried it in? Was it Forza Three or Forza Horizon Four or something like that? Where they um, do you remember Microsoft Groove music? Um. No, it was like, like they, Zune. They, well, yeah, because yeah, it was Zune, and then I think they rebranded it as Xbox Music for a bit, and then they rebranded it again with Windows 10 to be Groove Music, um, and then I think they actually integrated that into one of the Forza Horizon games, so you could do some, you know, when you used the D-pad controls to change track and things, it was actually doing it through. Groove uh, Music API, so they okay. had some of that control right. because they'd integrated it properly. Right, that's what um, want. Yeah, with like a proper um, but service. But, a, <laughs> but they've shut all that down now, so none of that yeah. works. But um, EA tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
God. I can't you see every time, every time I hear that or I think of Burnout 3, it's just just like that was is it was it the future heads or something like that? It's like this is a brand new problem. Yep. <laughs> like it's just that's just all I think of when I think of like Burnout 3. Just take uh, now. That wasn't even on the soundtrack. <laughs> no, that was that was that was Arthur and Barlow playing alongside. <laughs> take her out. Take her out. Uh yeah, that was PS5. Um also like slight differences in how the consoles can output graphics no 1440p option if you're planning on feeding it to a 1440p monitor which I think a lot of gamers might actually do because you know 1440p PC monitor high spec gaming PC monitors are kind of the the, the affordable place right now indeed so the fact that the PS5 can't output a signal for them you'd have to go 1080 yeah yeah I mean it's yeah it's not something that can't be fixed through a driver update or or a system update. Yeah, um, would be nice. I mean, um, I, I play on a 40, 40p screen, which upscales from 1080, which probably downscales from 4K when I'm playing like on the PS4 <laughs> right, Pro yeah. games. It's a total mess, but it looks fine. <laughs> I mean, with that many layers, it probably smooths out quite well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a, it's a bit funny, but yeah, it's not it's not the end of the world. Uh yeah, that's kind of kind of where PS5 sits right now. I, I, you know, Spider-Man's good. Well, what do you want to know? It's like it's it's, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I think that is the pl- the game to play, really. Unless yeah. unless Demon Souls is. I mean, I haven't heard about Demon Souls. I'm hoping it's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hear it's like it. It you know, again, it's Demon Souls, right? <laughs> it's well, yeah. Um, but like built ground up for PS5, which not many launch titles are, and. <laughs> No, that's true. There aren't many of them. Um, that Could... Astrobot and Spider-Man are kind of it, really. So in a way, like, because that studio is like expert at, you know, remaking games and and making them look nice. Like, and they already have a good game basis, so they don't have to worry about game design. So like, they can concentrate on making an awesome looking game, presumably. Presumably, yeah. It's, it seems like there's some stuff they have changed, but you know, I'm not a I'm definitely not the not the person mm. to talk about that stuff. Um, don't really, I mean, Demon Souls really is almost like proto Dark Souls, isn't it? It so, is, yeah. So I think presumably they bring it up to kind of Dark Souls kind of. Um, I mean, there are gameplay. some cases out there that prefer from software's older output anyway. So you know, you know, where, yeah. where things were far more obscure and far more far harder. I mean, it's um, pretty obscure as it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, Demon Souls kind of falls into that category of uh, like middle ground nutcase i guess yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the one ho wants to play obviously she literally right. had demon souls like on the ps2 two, three no three I three think it was early yeah PS3. early ps3 yeah. i remember that um I, I was like what the hell is this <laughs> it was unusual mm. for me to see someone playing a game that i'd never heard of to be honest yeah, yeah. back then i guess it was uh i yeah, don't even know in that, even in that era there were there were a lot you know we weren't quite in the full-on indie ty- indie flood that we have these days. So it's, no, yeah, well, it was bad. kind of pre. When did the indie flood kind of started with um, Braid, didn't it? And uh, yeah, well, again, three hundred and sixty PS3 era. Yeah, I guess, when that really started kicking off. If you don't, if you, unless you get into the old PC shareware scene, but <laughs> and the nightmare of that. Uh, right. There's another console. There is another console, one I'm a bit more familiar with, as you might might expect. 
Uh, Hi, I'm Army uh, Armstrong. Welcome to Microsoft oh. Xbox Series X. <laughs> Monster Truck Madness. <laughs> reckon they could do another Monster Truck Madness? Yeah. Probably wouldn't be very good. They should do Motocross Madness. What was it called? It was Motocross yeah. Madness. Yeah. Midtown Madness. All the Madness games. <laughs> The, the only thing I remember about Motocross Madness and the only thing we ever really wanted to do was to get to the edge of the map and get and, cannoned and out of the... cannoned. <laughs> That's the best thing. Because like, they tried putting a wall up to stop you from getting uh, getting out of the level. But then you could get out of the level like with the right with the right run-up and then yep. it would just, just explode you back into the map. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Was that map made of voxels? Or was it polygonal? Ooh, I don't know. I can't remember. I, I think it was polygonal. Sure it, was <laughs> it was pretty big, although it was weirdly square. But yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, the idea was is that you weren't going to go outside of the track generally. But then yeah. they had all this. But then, but then the world they actually built for these areas was was huge. Yeah, it was gigantic for the time. It was probably not gigantic if you no. tried it now. But I don't know if I ever played Motocross Madness properly. <laughs> and not just dicking around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's too difficult, properly. Yeah, I mean those like bobbly bits of track were basically impossible <laughs> for me. It's because it didn't really act like how you imagine physics would work. That's the, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. like, it's kind of problem. It was like screw a four by four. Eventually, I got good at it, but you have to like learn this whole like you have to learn to manage it being a game, not like how you'd actually drive in real life or anything. <laughs> I don't know. I always thought screamer screamer's physics was that screamer four by four's physics specifically weren't. weren't weren't that bad they were just well, they weren't that bad for were, the time but it was still yeah, like you, were you have driving to manage bizarre like, angles and you have to manage and, this like here's this edge of this polygon which means my front tires are suddenly not going to be on the ground any longer oh <laughs> like sure. zero yeah, to 100 yeah. yeah i know what you mean there's yeah okay yeah the, the the i think the physics handled well given that the world couldn't be rendered with enough polygons <laughs> if that makes sense right well and it didn't really have like you know physics physics like i mean it, it measured grip quite well and things like that so. well sort of but in like the most generic way of just like the, there was no there was no modifiers to it it was just like you just had a certain amount of grip with a certain tire combo and on the vehicle are like, there off-road games now other than like spin tires that's a bit you know, yeah spin tires and is the only one i can really think of i mean as as with all these things you just want them to integrate uh, rallies physics into every driving game <laughs> to make actual physics based driving games well to an extent like I want them to do that and fix their gravitational problems <laughs> but they already fixed that too, okay okay that's what I haven't played too although I'm a bit worried about this whole total engine change for Dirt 5 mm. right, yeah total team change total engine change Oh, I hope uh, well, Dirt. Dirt 5 goes in a different direction, doesn't it? Dirt has gone a different direction from Dirt Rally. Which is completely. fine, as long as Dirt Rally yeah. continues as... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure you, we could just play Dirt Rally 2 forever, probably. I don't know. I mean, but presumably, I want to play Dirt Rally with the freaking PS5 controller, crazy, awesome haptics and stick, Ooh, yeah. all that shit. That would be interesting to feel what that does. I've heard... I saw a... a, a a article on Eurogamer about how they've brought that support to WRX or whatever, and that oh, right. and that's pretty cool. So be the less good rally series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forget which one of those I tried to play. Was it like 
WRC four or something, which is the same series but old, and it was kind of butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of butt. That's the yeah. uh, that's the Zach review of the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> kind of butt. Kind of butt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Apparently, the, apparently the uh, the haptics in Call of Duty are, are, are quite nice, like because they've they've gone to the effort of trying to model the trigger pulls to be nice. like the actual guns, which oh, I think is fine nice. in campaign, but actually serves as a disadvantage in multiplayer because you've got to put more effort into throwing the trigger. Well, as long as everyone's so on a level playing field, and you're all... I mean, it's not because you can turn it off. Right. Well, there you go. Oh yeah, so, I so guess people, you so kind of have so to. So people turn it off. Yeah. Be able to turn it off for accessibility. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, so people fine. turn it off to play multiplayer, but you know, I guess if you're going through the campaign, then yeah, turn it on for full realism. Yeah, that's cool. But you know, the rocket launchers feel like feel as heavy as they should be, you know, kind of thing. Chunk. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of want to. Really cool. Yeah, I know everyone uses that as the uh, example, but like the bow and arrow idea is cool. Mm. Of like it getting tighter as you pull it. By contrast, that Series X controller. Same as always. Yep. <laughs> Same as it ever was. I, I, I have absolutely nothing Same to say it about it because it's identical. Like, uh, you know, they've slightly changed the texture in a couple of places. So, you know, which feels fine. Um, they've, they've changed, you know, so it's all got this slight, um, yeah, slight bobbly texture to it everywhere for, for grip, supposedly, um, which feels feels fine. And they've changed the D-pad shape, which is also fine. No, I've got no complaints. Elite controllery, is it? Yeah. Yeah. But it is exactly what you expect it to be. There is no yeah. surprises here. It's uh, kind of a, weird that because Microsoft had been kind of ahead with controllers, and I thought broadly they had the best controller for years. Uh, although the PS4 well, controller is pretty good, I have to say. The PS4 controller is pretty good, but it, you know that stick layout is still problematic for yeah. me. But, well, and, I prefer and the DualSense doesn't fix that. But yeah. Yeah. I just do. Um, and but if you want features, it's chock full of them, right? With its motion sensing and, oh, the, and the pointless touchpad, and yeah, it's, oh yeah, that's true. PS PS4 did make some some advancements that Xbox were just like, yeah, you know, we're fine. We don't need them. We've got rumble I mean, triggers, yo. To be fair, <laughs> they didn't need the touchpad. That's for sure. No, that that's kind of kind of been yeah, kind of rubbish. I mean, it's it's nice that there's another button, I guess. Giant button you can just do, mash yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I that genuinely that I'm excited about the PS5 controller. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know it, it does seem cool. Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's kind of the big differentiator between the platforms for me. Is but that's that something they could fix, right? Xbox, like they I mean, could be there's like, there's nothing oh, stopping my bad. them from putting yeah. out another controller. Yeah. yeah, it could happen. I mean, they did it with the original Xbox, where they were like, "Fuck, this is stupid." Let's <laughs> the Duke it. is dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I do have a soft happen. spot for that controller, and it, like oh, me too. Yeah, I mean, for some reason, it was like perfect for Halo One. <laughs> yeah, it was really good for that. Yeah, it just wasn't good for you know most well, games. And then they made then they made the S, and you were like, oh, <laughs> right, yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the shape of the actual buttons was just bizarre. Um, Oh yeah, because they were kind of eggs, weren't they? Yeah, little like, eggs. I mean, it was fine for for Halo, where you just use them for like switching weapon or whatever, or jumping or something. But like, like when you actually had to use them, you know, imagine playing I mean, a fighting game. I mean, they're still a little eggy now. They've got that sort of surface to them, but they're not nearly as like rounded as they once were. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> You've got eggy buttons, mate. You want to do something about that? Eggy buttons. <laughs> and then the sort of inset black and white buttons. Mm. Yeah, I guess they, they, were, they got replaced. Wait, no, they, they, yeah, because the they were at the top in, yeah. in the Duke, and then they put them at the bottom. On yeah, the that's right. Yeah, and then and then yeah, made them bumpers on 360. Yeah, I still find L1 R2. If if a prompt comes up on screen that says push R L L1 or R2 or something, I still haven't got used to it having double things on the. Sure. Well, the, the shape on I think they 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 tend to shape those indicators now, don't they? So you can get a little yeah, bit more that's of a, quite good. Yeah, a feel for it, and they're you know, they're not numbers on on Xbox, are they? They're they're LT and LB. That's probably better. I mean, the worst is R three or whatever, which is click the oh, stick, which the click, in a the stick clicks. I'm like, what? The uh, fuck? Yeah, that's, what am I doing? R three? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they call those on on Xbox. Actually, I think they just just. Uh, they might be LS and RS, right? Um, That's probably for those it. actions. Because most of the time they use an icon for that anyway. Now, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I remember when I saw like the first time I saw a prompt for for L three or something in a game, like back in PlayStation like three days. I think they added that yeah. stuff, and I was just like, "What is that? <laughs> Where is the third button?" <laughs> It's like, oh, you can click it. I didn't know. Oh. I mean, clickety sticks been been there. The ex, the Duke had clicky sticks. I kind of don't really like clicks, clicky sticks. I like yeah, it it's for, another I, button operation, but I clench too often for it to be useful to me. I I always play what's it called, green thumb or something in Halo, where I click the stick to melee. I've always oh right, that's that. that's the that's the Call of Duty method, yeah, yeah. Well, Call of Duty has the click to uh, to sprint click right as well. Right stick to melee and yeah. click left stick to sprint. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Works so I think okay. I think Halo borrowed in yeah, yeah, five that, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're trying to make it more like Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So before we get into the the the, the grit of the Series X, I mean, we've got sort of already there. Let's talk about the news that Amazon and a few other retailers have managed to completely balls up the launch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's, it's unclear at this point whose fault this is, but it's worth bringing up. Like, so I suffered from it a tiny amount. I have to say a tiny amount in that my uh, on the day of release of the Xbox, I still hadn't had a dispatch note, but Amazon was still claiming it was arriving uh, on release day. Mm. Which then, you know, kind of sucks if you're if you if you've had to arrange yourself to, which I suppose is easier because of lockdown, right? And if you've had to arrange yourself to be at home to pick up a giant parcel or wherever the parcel was being delivered to, then yeah, this would have sucked because it did totally didn't arrive on that day, and I didn't know it wasn't arriving on that day until like halfway through, where they suddenly went, yeah, about that, we can't do it, and it's like, well, why not? Um, because they delivered it the next day with absolutely no no real problem. Um, it was just that they balls up their procedures and yeah, they just didn't get it out. Yada yada yada. They 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 messed up. That's a tiny little issue. That's fine. That's that's it's it's annoying, but it's acceptable, right? That's 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 a privileged person whining about being oh a day late. Oh, mm. um, America. 
have had it way worse, where people have been emailed saying they may not get their console this year. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's no good. Yeah, I don't. I don't know quite what's happened. It's like, did did they not get their stock allocation from Microsoft, or did they just oversell? Did something go very wrong on the on on the pre order side? Um, uh, to the point where they they made more sales than they were ever going to get machines. Hmm. In which, if I mean, if that was true, surely they would have had time to sort that out ahead of launch day, and you know, start saying saying if people. Yes, sorry, we're not. We don't have the stock ready for you. But no, uh, they released all that information on launch day. That that, that that was that was when they realised there was an issue, or that was when they decided to tell people there was a problem. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Mm. The the thing that's sort of pointing in Microsoft's direction is that it wasn't just Amazon. I think Shop Two had some issues as well. Um, and some other, there might have been some other US retailers that had had some trouble. Um, but yeah, it's not gone particularly well. Um, conversely, I don't think things have been bad on the US PS5 launch, or at least I've not heard any news about that going particularly badly. But I mean, it's yeah. they're pretty light on stock in general aren't they for, yeah. for all of the consoles i mean I, I think it's still i think microsoft have still said this is the biggest launch they've had yeah like because of course you would it's like they've still managed to ship more units than than ever before on a launch day mm. um but still it's like it's the whole point you like the thing that riles me about it is, is like this is why you do pre-orders you put a conservative number in for pre-order and you go Go here. You go. This here's the number you need to that retailers need to deal with the shipping for on day day one. Plan for it. There you go. It's the whole point. Is is, is you know pre orders for digital releases? Yeah, sure, whatever. It's like, that's, that's that's a bit of a scam. But <laughs> but pre orders for physical things. It's like the whole point is so they can plan their um yeah plan plan the launch and to build hype for it and get get the deliveries out where they need to be and they they cocked it right up <sighs> sad times i mean yeah. people need their consoles like you're not going to be able to have your whole family around for christmas at least you can play freaking demon souls <laughs> <laughs> well yeah let's, let's let's hope the uk ps5 launch went a bit smoother yeah or goes a bit smoother in the next couple of days. Um, mm. Yeah, so with that minor annoyance out of the way, I didn't really actually get to use mine until Thursday because it arrived quite late Wednesday, and then you've got to go do downloading and stuff. Right, yeah. You know, <laughs> Set you know, up I've procedure. I've got to get hold of some games, <laughs> and that takes time. Um, so uh, I will say that the, the, the setup procedure was actually kind of well handled, actually. It's like they force you into using your mobile. Yeah, I heard about this. So which may may be problematic for some people i guess um but in my case that that's great because actually what happened was is you plug it in the console knew you know because i wired it in it was like right i've got net internet no trouble let's go um oh i've got i've got an update of course i've got an update because modern consoles right i've got to download uh, got to download some stuff um before we can use this whilst i'm doing that though here's the app <laughs> here's the code you need to link the app to your console you can set me up while I'm downloading this update. It's fine. Um, so you do all, the, all your preferences, like you know, because it, it has to ask you privacy stuff these days. And it's like, oh, how do you want your adverts? How do you want to sign in to the console? Do you want it to be 
fully automatic or do you want to set up pass keys and things like that or do you want us to do some logins uh and you can do all that ahead of time while the console's faffing around sorting itself out very nice and uh, and and then when you hit go it goes oh right your console's in my case it's like yeah your console's ready now uh, i'm just going to send all those options across boom you're good to go signed me in job done magic um there was even an option there because the x-bone and the series x are so similar you know there, there was a button press in that sequence somewhere it'd be like as a starting point, do you want to just pull all your settings from your old console? And I'm like, yes, sure. <laughs> it's like like getting a new iPhone. It's like super slick. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like go go. Yeah, do it. Set it set it all up. And it was like, yeah, all right, cool, got it, done. Um, so yeah, I thought that process was pretty good. Um, up until the point where I started tinkering, because obviously that's the first thing you do with a new console, and it's like, okay, there's not a lot new here in in the sense that you know it's not like a like most console launches where. It's like everything's everything's different and magical. It's like no, the, on Xbox everything's the same, right? <laughs> for the most part, yeah, it's yeah. The same, it's the same dashboard we've we've seen for uh, you know the last few months because they pushed that out to Xbone early, um, uh, and nothing, not not much has changed uh, here, if anything. Um, but where I started having problems in this initial experience was when it's, I started trying to customize things like my profile and how I wanted things to look. And mm. like I wanted one of those dynamic backgrounds, yo. Um, so, uh, but anything to do with your profile, because I'd selected some level of security forced me to not only type my password in, you know, which is a bit of a bugger at the best of times on a console, but then also asked me to uh, do two factor on my, on, on my phone and I was having to do this in numerous places, Brad. And the first few times I did it, the two-factor wasn't working. Ah, oh, and so I got I got worst. stumbled a little bit there. Um, fortunately, I already had a one of those authentication apps generating codes, and that's a method you can use, so you don't have oh, to wait that's for handy. the. So you can you can switch to that if you if if that worked better, and it did in my case work better um, to do it that way. Oh, that um, makes it easier. Uh, so I once I'd faffed around for that for a while and got stuck with this a few times. It's like I hunted down the option to set up a pass key instead of using full-on authentication all the time. And a pass key is like one of those old-school styles where it's like there's a sequence of buttons you can press on your controller, um, you know, which represents a pin number effectively. So I set one of those up, and it's like, okay, now I've done that. It's only ever going to ask me that if I try and buy something. So I can sign in as me without worrying about codes or anything um, automatically. But but if I want to buy something, I'm going to have to use my passkey, which is fine. That's a layer of security I'm happy with. Mm. I kind of don't want to just go, buy it now, please, and have anyone like steal my console or whatever. And then, no. yeah. and then purchase thousands of dollars of uh, FIFA Ultimate Team cards, you know. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it, that was a faff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Getting to that point where it was happy, and everything with some layer of security, I may have gone about it the wrong way. I think it would have been better to have like just gone through the setup process and said, "No, I don't want no security, man. Just just make it automatic and easy, and then set one up later." I think that's probably the way the way you should do it. Right. Like open it up when you first install it, secure it down, but remember to secure it down because God, yeah, don't don't run. Yeah, I don't know. The technologist in me is like, yeah, don't run unsecure. It's convenient, but yeah. Uh, uh, and from there, it's been it. I mean, it's been an Xbox. <laughs> it's it's the been, only way. Yeah, I it, mean, it's consistent if you've already experience, done, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think if you've if you've already been through the upgrade from Xbone to One X, 
you know exactly what you're getting into. It's it's the same. It's the same thing. It's like with there's um because there's no real X exclusive games, there's all cross gen games, you've got the same sort of experience here, really. You're you're getting hold of games that would that like are gonna run a PC. bit better. <laughs> yeah, it it really is. Um you're gonna get games that are gonna run better on this console than they did before. Um uh, but naturally, the first thing I tried, because the downloads were smaller, is a bit of backwards compatibility. <laughs> <laughs> Go straight and play an old game. Yep. Uh, so I, I randomly thought, oh, what have I been recently toying with that I never got around to actually finishing everything in? Hydro Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That's yeah. the power of Series X. Well, it was, it was quite a small download as well. So Check I just like, waves. Like, I, I, yeah, I let that run, run, and it's like, yeah, this works. Back compat totally runs just fine. No nice. problems there. For the 360 back compat still good. <laughs> well, you weren't um, exactly stressing the back compat much with that one. Well, I guess not. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's 360 back compat that one, so it's um, it's having to do some emulation to get that running. Uh, I also played some Geometry Wars <laughs> because Even yeah, well, because Geometry Wars and Geometry Wars Two, I think, have had a um, a bit of an upgrade pass on them. Um, and it, they were interesting from the point where I think Geometry Wars 2 especially has had an auto HDR um, uh, pass applied to it. So things are bright. <laughs> oh, wow. And popping. And it's uh, that was that was quite fun. And it was nice to return to Geometry Wars, which yeah. I haven't done in a really long time. Um, and I didn't really get much more done that day because I'd, I'd set off, I'd, I'd set it off doing some fairly big downloads of, um, uh, which we can talk about later. But uh, I set, uh, as my as my two openers have been Doom Eternal, not a Series X optimized game, but one that would run, you know, like the One X, but better presumably. Mm-hmm. And the Series X optimized No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, which took, as I say, took a freaking age to download because they're big. I think we should um, just segue into what you've been playing. Big, though? Oh, they were pretty big downloads, yeah. Now I need to go into Steam and see how big it actually is. Except I, is it actually installed at the moment. I don't even remember. I mean, I oh, could turn not. it on and find out, but um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the games in a bit. Let's talk about the other other stuff, like you know, the, the the surrounding features. I guess it's like this thing is fast. Like if once, like it boots in about two seconds. Sweet. Uh, and, uh, like, I, I, can, I, I can't get my TV to turn on faster than the console. Nice. <laughs> like, like, yeah, the console was ready before anything else. And it just, it, it's, it's up, it's running, signed in, at my homepage. And yeah, it's, it's, it's quick. But then they, they'd done pretty good work. Honestly, they, they had already done pretty good work on the X-Bone for getting around the menus and stuff. The menus and stuff had already become a lot faster than they were at launch. Um, just through software work. Um, so you're getting that, and now with all the extra horsepower, everywhere is instant. Everywhere in that menu is just, mm. just just bang, bang, bang. You go to the store, yeah, no delay. You can you can browse for what you want instantly. Um, it's it's a... I wouldn't... From what I've seen of the PS5 experience, I probably wouldn't call it quite as slick as that, but it's as quick as that. It's you know every, everything is there and everything's accessible and it all works and it's great, um, uh, yeah. And I've uh, I can yeah loading times in Doom Eternal are nigh on instant. It's it's pretty great. 
like just jumping from place to place. I, I do wonder what it was like in on on like the old machine now, which I could probably find out. <laughs> I could probably get my get Doom Eternal downloaded on my bone and try and use the fast travel in it to get around bits of level and see how long it takes. But do some A/B yeah. testing. Yeah, exactly. But I can't be asked for that. Um, but it's 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 pretty great and quick resume works uh, between. Well, okay. Quick resume is a feature that I think is going to is not quite there yet. So there's been reports that uh, like uh, Microsoft ha- uh, had some last minute trouble with it uh, and actually disabled the functionality on certain games, uh, right. in- including its own. Like so, Gears Five and Forza Horizon are apparently have some trouble with it. So Quick Resume currently doesn't work there. Um, however, from what I've seen, switching between Doom Eternal and Hydro Thunder. Uh, it works absolutely perfectly. Um, that, that, you know, dro- dropping between those games is 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 fast. Uh, leaves, leaves, put, picks up exactly where you left off. Nice. Totally doesn't work in No Man's Sky. Um, hmm. <laughs> With, like not at all. Which is mm. a pain in the ass because you actually have to reach save points in No Man's Sky, and I lost some progress at one point. Yeah, there's like save beacons or when you go to stations, it will say like restore point saved or something. And yeah, but it um, does that like every time you get out of your ship though. Uh, I'm not sure it does. That's why you have to build save beacons as a base. No, because item. you don't have to build save beacons in your base. That's the thing. Uh, Those well, are like a hard save, essentially. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing it. Well, sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I, I lost some progress because Quick Resume didn't kick in, and I assumed it would. Um, so be careful with that right now. It's not all there. Um, but the potential is great. As I say, when, like, the, the, the games that it does work on, um, you can swap between. So even if, like, uh, even if it hasn't worked for a thing, it's still got the quick resume state in the background for those other things. So I can have quick resume fail in No Man's Sky, for instance, but I can still drop into Doom Eternal just fine, um, and I can still drop into Hydra if I need. Like it, it doesn't like it. It's oh, not I like see. it destroys that state because something went wrong somewhere in one in one game. Hmm. Um, you just have to be a. You kind of have to keep tabs on which you know. Remember which one you're currently playing that doesn't have that feature. So I'm sure they'll sort out, but yeah, for now it's not quite as good as the promise. Um, sounds a bit reminiscent of that X-Bone reveal, remember, where it's like, oh, we'll swap to this, and then we'll swap to this, and then we'll swap to this, and it's all yeah. instant. And it's like, yeah, that never came to be. Um, console review, done. It's good. <laughs> New console, reviewed. It's I mean, it's like deadly quiet as one, well. But deadly quiet, and Super fast and slick. No walked in right after I the, the day I'd set it up, and she and she was all like, uh, she didn't see the packaging, like because I'd all tidied it all away and stuff. And she's like, she's like, did it did it arrive? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, where is it then? And I'm like, where do you think it is? <laughs> she looked she looked under the TV and didn't spot it because, like, Obsidian because it's like black. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And, and I sort of recessed it on my desk, so it's at the it's on on the on the TV stand so it's kind of at the back of it because it right. doesn't have to take up so much horizontal space anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and i've just put my controllers in front of it and it's like so it's even it's like it, uh, it yeah as you say it just looks like a bit of a bit of a black space in my uh in my setup which i'm totally okay with it's just it's just sat there and we'll never have to move 
Sweet. Until I move, I guess. Until I move house. But, you know. <laughs> I think the PS5 <laughs> until... is going to be a bit more of a statement when that finally arrives. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I've not uh, just just yeah. I've not got one of those on order. I no, just no. getting both. No, but... sometime in the following years, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the upgrade over the Xbone has definitely felt, and it's um, it's yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, Game Pass is, 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 as we know, is excellent. So it's, it's given me a bit of a room to, to mess around with it and experiment. I like it. I want more games for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what can I play on it? Everything. I mean, what could, what could I play on it? I mean, I could play, like, what well, Valhalla has been Series X optimized, you know, the Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Um, the Watchdog Legions has a ray tracing mode in it for yeah you know, for, for Series X. Nice. I mean, being a Londoner, I mean, even if the game is yeah, not I'm, good, it's like it's quite neat. <laughs> you know. I mean, that's uh, that that game seems fine. Is is what is, yeah. is 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 my takeaway from what everyone's been saying about it? It's like it's probably not going to blow my mind, but there's something to it. If you want that sort of sandboxy mm. adventure, then it could be a thing. It, it could be all right. But also, like you know, Digital Foundry have already done a decent breakdown of how the ray tracing and stuff in that works, and it's um, it's it's uh, it's worth having the ray tracing. But the console implementation is a bit odd compared to the PC version. Mm. Um, I, I hope you like things sparkling. <laughs> because that's kind of what it looks like, apparently. So it's a bit sparkly. sparkly, sparkly. It's sparkly, sparkly, glowy, and that is our new segment. And it's time for you to segue into, into I guess Doom <laughs> and No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah, we can we can do a bit of that. Um, I'll start with Doom because because we could use No Man's Sky as a bit of a get Zach involved in a bit. Um, uh. Doom is Doom. Okay, so No Man's Sky. Okay, so No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah, okay. Doom, Doom Eternal is a weird one. Right? It really is. It's, it's, it's strange because all of the core ingredients from Doom 2016, um, a game I thought was fan-bloody-tastic, um, yeah. are there. I mean, it's still got that uh, the speed. Uh, it's still got the look. It's still got the sound. Um uh, and it, and it, for the most part, plays well. But something isn't gelling with me. There's there's something that about how the you know just talking about pure gameplay. There's something about it that isn't quite landing yet. I mean, it's taking me ages to get used to the loop. Like so, the loop is is pretty much the same as it was before. But they've they've made it easier to do in some ways. So you know, shoot d- shoot demons with guns, get them into their flashing state so you can do the, gl- the the glory kill on them. Glory killing enemies gives you health, but ammo will be uh, ammo is in relatively short supply. Um your guns don't hold that much. Um so you need to worry about that. So you need to get your chainsaw out and chainsawing enemies, which you can only really do on the fodder enemies because it costs more fuel to take out bigger enemies. Mm. Um uh, so chainsawing enemies will cause them to spew ammo everywhere so you've got to do that from time to time um, and this is one of the bits they've changed they've made it so your fuel can respawn up to one pip um, on its own so if you pick up fuel canisters in the level which you had to in the original um, you can pick, you can boost that up to three pips which will let you take down bigger enemies hmm. but um, um, 
Um, but yeah, for the most part, you're only really <laughs> dealing with one pip at a time, and that one pip will recharge eventually. Um, but uh, as an additional layer, you've also got a flamethrower, or, or belcher, as it's called, a flame belch. And by setting enemies on fire, they will start dropping armor. And if you kill enemies whilst they're on fire, they drop even more armor. So a flamethrower um, that's always equipped. Um, oh. you, again, it's a bit, it works a bit like the chainsaw in that it's on a cooldown. Right. So you right, can right. you can you can fire it every now and then, and then so you're basically the loop is stay alive, shoot things, but make sure you're killing just enough so you're getting drops out of them to keep your resources up. Because if you stand still for any length of time, you will die fast. Like you, you may have these numbers of health and armor, but they don't really last. <laughs> they disappear quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about mobility. It's about staying aggressive, and it's about staying um, staying topped up. But for, um, yeah, through skill. Um, some of the bigger enemies now have weak points and things like that. So you've got to use your weapons that you have to take out the weak points, so they don't they're not quite so dangerous. Um, because some of their new weaponry or some of their weaponry in general is quite nasty or will be long range. Hmm. Um, so you kind of need to deal with those pretty quickly whilst dodging fodder, whilst dodging... Anyway, there's a lot to take in, and this is all happening at lightning pace. Um, and I'm doing it with a controller, which is a bit alien to me because I did it with on right. keyboard what's and that, mouse before. What's that like? I mean, I think it works pretty well, but I miss having the precision that I did with a mouse for, especially for taking out weak points. Right. Um, because it really it, it does require you to shoot at those weak points accurately. And there's one of the guns that has like a zoom-in scope, so you can... But, but then using the scope takes time, right? You've got to scope in, line it up, take the shot, which is tricky when you're trying to constantly keep moving um, to avoid getting hurt. Um, and to add to that, they've now added some acrobatic abilities, like so that you can you can now swing on poles um, to get to to hurl yourself across the air a bit more. You could there's a dash button which you can um, do two different dashes in the direction you're pressing the left stick to dodge stuff faster, which is also on a very short cooldown. Um, there's a lot to manage all at once, uh, and there are times why it it is hard to keep up with it, and it is hard to. Um, get through it and I think it's actually I think it's been getting better as it's gone along but I think at the start of the game it's just been compounded by some really awkward areas to fight in right like it just puts you in arenas where there's just there there are too many corners there's too many things to run into so you don't really get a chance to get a feel for how the loop is supposed to work so it's the arena design like it's a bit of an issue at first yeah, I think it gets better as it, as, as it goes on, but you are you are going to come across arenas that are just awkward, right? Ones that have lava pits and you fall in them and you're dead, pretty much. Or ones that are, um, uh, you know, there are, there are corners you can back into because you're probably spending quite a lot of your time shooting and running in reverse mm, um, yeah. um, against some enemies. And um, uh, you could just back yourself into a corner and then you're boned because everything will swarm you and it's very hard to get out of that scenario. Uh, and that was a problem in the first game as well. Um, I'm not I'm not saying that's that's entirely new, um, but uh, it, it's it's still all there. Um, but when you get it right, it does feel really good. <laughs> you know, there's, there is something about nailing it, uh, it like that this game has. Like if you, you get the sequence down, you're you're, you're just you're you're, you're is it, I always think that one of the better ways to play it is to do like do you remember when back in the days when we used to play like Quake 2 and Quake 3 there was this idea of having a loop 
um, in in sort of playing deathmatch and stuff like that, where you're not really stopping to fight people, you're just running right. your loop and shooting people on the way. Yeah, and getting um, the occasional kill on the way around. Yeah, yeah, because so you're constantly up. keeping. Yeah, keep, and then there's there's a there's a technique to that here that I think works. But instead of instead of picking up stuff off the floor, and there are pickups on the floor, you can still find stuff that way. You're relying on getting the odd kill on the loop to keep yourself topped up. Yeah. Um, and I think that strategy works quite well um, for the most part in, in arenas where that makes sense. Um, and, that, and of course, that's the sort of problem with the campaign is you don't know those arenas, so you don't know what the loop is. So you're having to find one and occasionally that screws you up. Um, yada, yada, yada. But when, yeah, getting it right feels real good. Um, uh, I think... This is. I think this is my thing. I think it is good. I think it is a good game, but I'm. Ju- I'm having a hard time singing its praises because I don't think it's as good as the original. Right. That's yeah, yeah. There's. There's just. There's. I mean, let's start from the very beginning. The first thing you see when, like, okay, I mean, this may just be the delivery mechanism, but it, but it, it's weird. Like, you download the game as 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 Doom Eternal Battle Mode. Now, Battle Mode is its weird multiplayer game. It's like it's asymmetrical Slayer versus um demons uh multiplayer setup um and that seems to be the the primary thing the game wants you to do is to play this battle mode and it's like that's not what i'm here for uh and you get on a sorry, and you click the campaign and I, I think battle mode might actually be a free to play element or something it's weird because the the game doesn't come with campaign mode unlocked at least not in this game pass version uh, you have to then go to like campaign mode and download a little tiny extra unlock key to unlock campaign mode. It it's weird. Like that, the the front the front end for the game is like you're about to go play some some free to play multiplayer shit. I don't know. No, I mean it wasn't in Doom One. No, I'm, I'm just wondering. Like, yeah, is this isn't like an Xbox version thing, is it or something? Weird? I don't know. It's just weird. Like it front loads battle mode as being the thing they want you to do, and it's. No, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here no. for the campaign, uh, it, uh, and it's it 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 feels off immediately, uh, and it forces you to sign into Bethesda Net as well, which is never you know a great thing, yeah. a great experience. It's like, oh, I've got to sign up for another thing before I can even play this game. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that's frustrating. It's, it's just that so that's a weird start, um, and then you get into the game, and it's kind of like. Okay, some time has clearly passed since the last game, but you're not going to tell me that? You're not going to tell me what's happened? Why do I have a giant flying space fortress now? Why do I... <laughs> why, why, why am I going to visit people who... Doom guy. I, yeah, why is Doom guy apparently now a... Master chief now. <laughs> yeah. Kind, kinda? Oh, also, there's a lot of lore now that is... That you as Doom guy apparently know, but I as a player don't know. So I'm doing things and talking to people and well, not talking myself, but you know, visit, you visit a, a, another pl- another sentinel at some point uh, early on in the game, and I believe like Doom Guy must belong to this this sentinels class or this or something because he seems there's conversations that happen to be like as you know, and I'm like, no, I don't know what's going on. Why am I now like, why, how do I, as Doom Guy, now know that I'm a sentinel of all things? And it's, I, I have no idea what's going on. I mean, I'm quite happy to just go through levels and shoot things, but I have yeah. no idea what's going on. 
I mean, it's like like the the setup in the in Doom 2016 is pretty simple. I've been woken up from some mysterious coffin. Demon invasion is in progress. I hate demons. Let's go shoot them. But now it's like it, it feels like they're trying to put more on that. And so some of Doom Guy's goofiness and irreverence is, is to this whole situation kind of is gone. Right. Oh, that's a shame. And then you stumble upon a room in the Doom Fortress where suddenly it's all goofy again. Like he's got a PC gaming desk. <laughs> and there's, <laughs> oh, like it's and, Gene Newcomb or something. Yeah, and there's like yeah. an old... Well, there's actually a book on a shelf somewhere called Dork Norkum. Uh, <laughs> there's like weird references to like old things and there's magazines everywhere like Demon Today and stuff. And we're like, where did these come from? What's this all about? What, what, there's suddenly a goofy room and it's like it's just out of place with everything else. It's it's tonally very, very weird. It's like you, I, I just want them to either go hard in. I'd, well, actually, I don't really want them to go hard in with the lore and the demonology and all that stuff, which they seem to be doing as well. But then there's this goofy side, and it's like, just go goofy. Yeah. You do that better. Or just keep <laughs> it totally blank. That was the idea yeah, of Doom Guy, or, right? Yeah, or do nothing at I mean, all. It just has a stupid yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice if you could de- see his dumb face like reflected in the visor or something like a Samus uh, You style. see bits of his face quite a bit, mm. actually. Like at the, st- at the very start of the game, you see the back of his head, and at certain points of the game, you actually see his eyes through the visor and things like mm. that. Yeah, like exactly as you described. It's like his face is there; it's just never like fully put in front of you at any point. Even though there's probably all the bits of the face are there, if mm. you see what I mean. Um, it's a strange one. I think it. I mean, I, ha- I have some problems with its with its platforming as well. I don't think some of its new abilities work all that well. Um, like um, it has a you can it has like climbable surfaces now, um, pitted surfaces, and there are times where the, the 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 level design forces you to get to the next section. You've got to do a little bit of light puzzling to figure out how to jump on these surfaces to get round it. Uh, and there's been one occasion where I have been a hundred percent stuck without having to look up where the surface was that I was supposed to jump to, because it just wasn't very obvious. Right. Um, and it's like that sucks. Um. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think that whole cling to surface mechanic 100% works. Sometimes you can, I mean, you're supposed to dash into a surface to cling to it, or you can melee it, and then that will make you cling to it as well. Sometimes neither of those things work. I'll dash into a surface and it won't have clung, so I'll be falling across it, so I'll melee it, and it will just it will punch it instead of clinging to it. And it's like, great, <laughs> I've fallen to my doom. Uh, which is isn't too bad. You lose a bit of health and get replaced nearby. Um, but yeah, that should have worked, and it didn't work. That's annoying. Um, yeah, do you, do you kind of see what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I'm, 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 it's a bit of a Rob review because it's comparative to the first game, which is well, that seems which, to be which a was fantastic. Yeah, which this isn't which quite was like fantastic, Doom but... two to to hell on no, that, it's the not first games Doom one, is it? I mean, I haven't been invaded yet, so I haven't, which I think is a thing. Um, so I haven't had a had a player on demon, not player on player, like so, so a demon invading my game experience yet. I don't know if people are actually doing that. Um, so that hasn't happened to me. Um, uh, I also really hate the timed challenges they throw in. I think they 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 totally suck um, mm-hmm. because they they basically put these like hard. 
challenges around which are optional you don't have to do them but they're kind of not optional because you want the upgrade points because <laughs> there's a lot of upgrade points in this game there's runes to get to change how things work there are weapon points you can get to upgrade your weapon mods there are weapon mods to find um there are praetor suit points which can give you other ra random updates so there's a lot of collectibles you need to be looking for in order to get upgrades to make yourself better um so you want to do them all um and there's these 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 timed challenges where it's just like it puts you in a in a fight scenario and gives you a it gives you a really short clock in which to do them. Mm. Um, and if you don't hit that if you don't hit that time limit, it's not like retry it again. No, no, no. You it's like you can retry it again, but you'll have lost all that ammo you spent trying to do that challenge, and you'll have lost all that health you tried doing it again. Mm. So you're yeah. at a disadvantage unless you manage it the first time. But you don't know exactly what the fight is until you do it the first time. Right, so, so I, you don't have the yeah, knowledge. Yeah. So you can, at the end of each mission, which are huge, by the way, these missions are long, um, you do eventually unlock a fast travel option to jump about to, so you can go backwards in the map to go find collectibles and things um, or to go back to these points and redo the challenges, um, which might be the preferable way of doing it. Like, don't do them the first time through. And then fast travel nearby and work your way back to them at the end of the level where you may have got a few more upgrades. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, but I just think they kind of suck. The time limit sucks. It's like you could have one of those fights and find it really easy, but it's like, but the timer has expired, and so you got to do it again. It's like, yeah, I don't don't enjoy those at all. Um, there are there is a better form of those challenges, which they call the Slayer, um, the Slayer Gates. Because those are like these; these are more like the challenges that were in the first game, and it puts you into a completely different arena. Any uh, ammo or health you spend during this is just as part of the challenge. They're not like they're not impacting your your real guy, I guess. Um, um, and but they are hard; they are properly savage um, uh, in, encounters that you have to try and just survive, basically, and. Um, those I think are just way better. They're more fun. They are, they are very very hard, um, or at least the the ones I've done so far have been because I've been trying to do them as I go along. Mm. Um, but yeah, and even the game even says you these are these you might want to come back to these later because they're because they're difficult. Oh, it actually knows, um, right? Yeah, it, it it actually puts on the tutorial prompt. It's like these these are really quite hard. Right, <laughs> you might want you might want to come back to these later. Um, Bit like in God of War, where the they're a different color or whatever the health bar. Yeah, is like yeah, you probably don't want to fight these guys. <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. Um, so, but I've been doing them anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, I did and, that and, in God of War too. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, then the, they 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 are they are savage, but they're fun. And when you get it right, it feels really good. Um, uh, and it's and it's it's pretty satisfying. Um, which is what the combat is in that game in general. It is savage, but when you get it right, it feels good. Um, yeah, and that's kind of what it is. I mean, it, as I say, it, it's it's a one. It, well, I'm playing the one X version, so it's not like a, it's Series X optimized, but it looks good. It runs solid, like a mm. perfect sixty at all times. Um, um, yeah, next to no loading times. It's. Uh, that you know that that whole experience side of it is is pretty great. Um, like I say, it's like getting a new PC and just blasting all your games. <laughs> that you yeah, really have. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, the the music's obviously good again because it's you know Mick Gordon's back to do more work on it. Um, I don't think it's quite as iconic or as memorable to me as the first games so far, but I think I'm always going to have that problem. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, the first game you play is like the one that sets it in stone, and then of course, you know, Jet Set Radio aside, where <laughs> where both games are amazing. Um, yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. I'm just I'm I'm not feeling it as much as I did the original. Hmm. The next generation of Doom. <laughs> of Doom. Uh, so I'll, 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 let's leave No Man's Sky for the segue. Uh, I, I finished Night in the, Night in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that game picks up its pace in the last couple acts quite well. But um, you know, based on what I said last time, I thought it was quite slow going, right? And it, yeah, yeah, and it still is. Most of the game is quite slow going, and it's quite. But um, the story in the end gets kind of weird and kind of bizarre in in ways I didn't didn't expect, and uh, and then suddenly you're kind of thrust along on a sort of critical path, and uh, I thought that was pretty good. I quite enjoyed that. It's it's and as, as some of the, it kind of, I guess it's sort of the problem with a lot of some of these games where a lot of the, a lot of the interesting points are kind of back. You know, everything happens at the end kind of right. thing it's it's, right. it's like there's there's some explanation about what's wrong with, with you as a character you know what's what's been troubling may and um you, you get the conclusions of a number of threads that you may have stumbled upon during the playthrough um so, uh, as i say may have stumbled upon some of these can be some of those were clearly optional and there's clearly things i missed um which is annoying and as i noticed there were segments where it's just like i had just discovered a thing that i could do and then Immediately after that, the story plays out as a, with with the thing that I had just discovered I could do, but I was aware that I hadn't done all of it like yet. Like so I haven't found all of these things in the world yet because I'd seen them, but I had, just hadn't gone back to do them. But I I had triggered the story sequence where those things were suddenly part of it, and it's like ah oh, damn, I've clearly missed something there. And there's um, other than replaying the game, there's no way of going back and doing that. Um, so you know, there's there's things to miss. There's mm. there's and there's uh, there's, um, yeah. I reckon I reckon I definitely missed some, but uh, I'm still not a hundred percent sure. I fully understand why it won a BAFTA, but <laughs> wow. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's good, but it's, I wouldn't call it like groundbreaking or amazing stuff. Like it's. I mean, video game BAFTAs are not. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, yeah, I guess it's a weird thing, but like, there's not that much in good storytelling and video games, I guess, mm. but, um, from year to year, um, I, as I, said, I liked its vibe, but I think it just needed, I think it has pacing trouble ultimately. Mm. And, uh, no, the anthropomorphic animal thing and, uh, why there are actual other animals in the world is never explained. It's just, a no, thing. that's just the way things are. It's like Bojack it's just, a, just a thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't really remember what else I've been doing. So let's talk about No Man's Sky. Talking about slow games. Is this Quite a segue slow. because Seg's been playing it, or no. well, Zach played it when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, of course, I know that. Yes, but... I haven't played it recently. In fact, okay. I went and looked at the to find out how big it was. I went and looked at my backup of it, but that's before the most recent patches. So ah, <laughs> that okay. backup version of it is only ten gigs. Right. So are you playing? But I guess the latest 
patches and I'm things. playing, yeah, the very latest updates on Series X. And it does actually um, have the the actual, like, new gen patch, right? They did actually get it, that. This one, does right? have an optimized patch, yes. <laughs> um, although, honestly, if... <laughs> I, it, it, I wouldn't say again. It's one of those games that I don't think is is mind blowing in terms of its like next genedness. To me, it looks like just how it did before. It just probably just runs better. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like, it doesn't look like it did before if it if it is actually the new with all the, like tons more grass and stuff. Oh uh, well, well maybe I've I've just landed on it. Well, I guess most of the places I've been haven't really had much in the way of grass. Sure, like I've, I've just got back on. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've just got to somewhere that's described itself as a paradise planet, which does have quite a lot of grass coverage. Yeah, that's um, usually how it goes. <laughs> which is which is which does look kind of strange because it kind of all moves together. So it's like I, if I'm doing some refining in my portable refiner, um, the grass all kind of sort of shifts left and right all at the same time. It's not <laughs> like it's blades of grass. It's like it's a layer that all gets transformed at once. Um, so it kind of looks a bit odd, a bit queasy, queasy-inducing, actually, on some screens, um, or at some angles. Um, I, th- I think I like it, but I'm, I'm I don't know. It, it's another game that's striking me as kind of tonally odd, like in this, in, like just in terms of its setup. Like you, you know, you're a guy on your own. It's like where am I? I'm in some mysterious planet. Oh, but there's these aliens I recognise. <laughs> I don't understand them, but I recognise them. It's, so I'm not alone here. Why is all this stuff undiscovered then if there's aliens here? You know, it's weird in that well, respect. I mean, that's yeah. the whole story of that game, I guess. Oh, right. Is that, is that actually kind of a kind of a why it's like that? Is there a thing? Yeah. Or... Okay. I mean, it's, well, not, it's not like the story of that game has ever been that well made. It's more like just hit, if, if you could see the occasional text box and realize like they are trying to have a story and then maybe you have to add a bit of extra interpretation to be like, what do they actually mean? <laughs> right. Because I have absolutely no idea, no idea how much of this has changed since the original or anything like that, but it's having me like build build a little bit of a base and stuff like that and build a yeah. little... Um, like it forces me to build a little wooden hut at one point. Yeah, um, the wooden hut phase sucks because it's just like it forces you to do this like way too soon and also it's like you don't actually want that. Like when you actually want to build a base, you're like, I'm not gonna go back to that shitty wooden hut. I'm just going to ignore the fact that I ever did that and just build an actual base. <laughs> yeah, the hut was totally pointless as well, because I was on a planet that only had like icy nights. Yeah. At at the time. So the day was all perfectly fine and the and the ice wasn't too big of an issue to at night either, really. I could get around without really needing any shelter. <laughs> So well, the base was totally pointless for me. Um, you don't use bases for shelter anyway, really. No, I mean, which which leads me to the next point, I guess, is like I have no idea why I built that hut anyway. Like I, I don't know what why it's why it would be important yet. It's like the um, only reason to. It's like they're trying. I think this is the the case of where I said about they have the the like weird two different tutorials for base building that like weirdly overlap but don't like. It's like they they made another tutorial, but didn't get rid of the old one almost. Okay, yeah. So like the wooden hut phase is like the original version of the base building tutorial. It tried to put you in it like super early, mm. but then once you get to the actual like the real base tutorial, where it's like, oh, this is why you actually want the base because you need to hire these specific NPCs and you need to have somewhere to put them. <laughs> Rather right, than so the I, build a base for shelter, which isn't really a thing. <laughs> right, because, yeah, I've definitely stumbled upon NPCs that have been like, ah, oh, you've already hired me. And then it's like, I'm sorry, what? And then I can't say, well, come work for me. Like, it doesn't give me that option. Yeah, yet. that's because you um, haven't got into that, like, that actual tutorial. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's all that kind of feels weird, and it's just like I don't understand what is going on here. Um, uh, and the inventory management hasn't bothered me as much as I expected to. Like it is kind of annoying, and I'm constantly out of space. But I, I guess mean, that's the game. That's bad than um, it used to be, of course. But yes, it's okay. Still... And also, presumably, you're playing it on like the the not survival setting or whatever. No, I don't need hunger or anything like that. Um, <laughs> because the like the 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 they when they updated the inventory stuff, they basically made the new default is way easier. Like stack size is way higher for a start. So right, yeah, I've mean, three stacks much much larger. I don't think I've hit a stack limit yet. Yeah. Oh no, vortex cubes. I've found a ton of vortex cubes. Sure. I mean, the things only... that are like super rare that only stack to like five or ten or whatever. Yeah. But then, like the generic resources stack to I think nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. In <laughs> right. the default settings, whereas what they used to be was 250, and that's in the oh, hard oh, settings. Oh, that would be, yeah, that would have caused me some problems. Like, yeah, I think it still does have some UI issues here and there. Like, well, so yes. if I, like the game, the game makes you makes you build a biofuel um, uh, burner thing to generate power for a teleporter that it's making you build. Yeah, um, wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Well, I didn't build it in my wooden hut. I oh, built it outside my wooden hut. <laughs> yeah, um, in the vicinity of the wooden hut. <laughs> yeah, but that biofuel generator only lets you put my entire content of carbon into it. So even if I split, split it stacks, into stacks, yeah, yeah, you can split stacks. But then, then the UI combines it all back together into one stack when I want to put it back in there, and it only lets me put the entire lot in there. And it's like, and it's like, well, that's broken. So then, actually, what I ended up doing was then spend time, like time finding salvage data, so I can just be like, I don't want to build this biofuel reactor. I want to, <laughs> I want to get enough enough salvage and resources so I can build a solar panel on a battery and do it that way, um, which took took a while. <laughs> but but that's what I've been doing. I've been wandering around these planets, just just finding stuff that enough stuff to build stuff that's actually useful. I mean, um, I think. I think it- isn't too bad to just dump like a huge especially like carbon where it's just like you just shoot a plant and you have a shit ton of carbon basically because it burns constantly as well in that reactor i can't like turn it off sure but like you need to turn it on when you're doing stuff with the portal i guess that's what i mean i can't just turn it on unless i dismantle it and i get all that carbon back i don't know but can you not just like wait it does work on the wire system right with the oh well you reckon i could you reckon i could put a switch in it and have it power nothing and it would wouldn't be burning. Maybe, but I don't know if that's even unlocked at that point of the base building thing. I, I think I've got switches. I think because the the new power wiring system, it, like, was quite recent, relatively speaking. And again, mm. it's a weird because it used to be just like the 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 power buildings just attached to like the foundations, and then in that just gave gave power to everything in your base. Oh right, so you'd have to just put flooring down. Yeah, it's like as long as it was part of the base, it just everything, anything that made power could just give it power to anything that took power, and it didn't matter where it was or like how it was connected or anything. But once they started mm. building those, like the miner and the like gas extractor and stuff that generally goes outside, then they made like a proper wire system so you could actually link things that were detached from your base. Right. Even though they still technically count as being part of the same base because of the whole yeah, base it, system. Yeah, because so far it's looked like I haven't really put foundations down for anything. I've just plumped it all outside and wired it, and it's yeah, because that's, that's, that's it's how like I'm doing things. 
yeah, the portable stuff is then in its own system as well, where it's like that doesn't attach to the grid, but then you can actually run those completely independent of the bases. And mm, yeah. It's very awkward. And I haven't quite worked out if I'm supposed to be like always bundling those up and taking them with me, or if like because portable, or if I should build nude ones. At, at, like, because I've started building a second base. Like, Spoon yeah. Base One was on a planet I didn't really like. <laughs> Spoon Base um, One. Nice. Um, so oh, on this paradise planet, <laughs> yeah. So on this paradise planet that I've just found, I'm building Spoon Base Two because um, it's a much nicer place to be. Yeah. Um, and I've just got a storage crate, and it's like, well, okay, great. I'll 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 build one of those so I can perhaps solve some of my inventory problems. But uh, also, right? Okay, another question: teleporters, right? Yeah. Can I teleport to space stations? Yeah. But okay, that hasn't worked for me yet. I haven't figured out. It doesn't. The space stations don't appear in my list. I think you have to go. I don't know if you have to go to them or just in the same system or like in the vicinity. Like the, it, you have to have seen the place you're going to. <laughs> well, I've definitely visited the two places I might want to tell. You know, the space. The in the two systems I've been to so far, <laughs> my starting one and the next one, I've been in those space stations, and I can't teleport to them. I can teleport from them. Hmm. I mean, it should it should just like when you activate the teleport, it just has that that shitty text pop up list that has all the places you can go to really conveniently organized into a random order. I <laughs> ah, see. So that that seems to be a bit different because it's like there's there's filters now. You can pick like all or space. Oh right, like yeah, space station, that. and they're and they're like cards now, and it's got the you know for me it's got like spoon base one i mean it is definitely possible that that is something that unlocks in the tutorial as well like yeah maybe which it seems a bit weird because it made me made me go to the effort of building this thing and then teleporting back from a space station but then i couldn't get back to the space station i'm like am i gonna have to fly up there again oh totally i'm gonna have to fly up there yeah i feel like that probably is how it works you probably it probably just is another step in the tutorial where it like fully unlocks the teleporter network at least it like teleports your ship with you. Well, yeah, I'll give it the that. Ship, the ship just hangs out until, or you can just call it in, of course. Oh, sure. I've never. It's told me about that, but I've never done it because it's um, well, it waste waste launch fuel. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll that's, that's a worry at the moment, but that soon will not be a worry any longer. <laughs> good, good. Once you know how long you have to worry about conserving the launch fuel, it's just like, yeah, I'll just yeah. I, I've walked away from my ship, but I can't be bothered to walk back, so I'll just make it land over here and then get in. <laughs> Yeah, sort of looking forward to that. I, I, I guess what I mean is like it's been, it's been fine, but it's been kind of uneventful. Well, yeah, that's kind of generally that whole game, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's, no, there's, there's never, there hasn't been a moment where I've been like, ah, oh, that's a moment of discovery I feel good about. It's been like, ah, oh, this is a place I don't want to be. I mean, <laughs> um, having only gone to two systems, you won't have got into like really any of the story things like the, no no the, it's just various different space stations and how that all ties to the story together. i mean I've, i think i've already spent quite a chunk of time on this because I've, I've had a lot of time this week and yeah. uh like it's it just doesn't seem to really be getting anywhere it's like it's it's too slow get somewhere do something interesting remember, i'm like trying to remember how it even triggers most of the stuff i think you just have to do like you have to just jump system to system for a little while and then it will start you know directing you to be like you should probably go to this system because then you'll find one of these space stations i mean i mean it's given me a path on the galaxy map to the center of the galaxy that i guess sure. i'm supposed to be following well not really that's like that's like the super that's that's like destroy ganon in, in breath of the wild <laughs> where it's like you know it's there just like you're not gonna do that though <laughs> right yeah there should be like 
I think it probably is just based on like how many systems you've jumped. Like it probably does give you that one first to be like you should go towards the central <laughs> galaxy, and then after you've done a couple of jumps, other things will start happening. Hmm. Um, the one thing I will say is like if if it is optimized for Series X, um, they haven't optimized the teleport load. No, that was that. That takes a while. It was always super long. And it probably hasn't. That probably hasn't benefited too much. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. It's, it still it still seems to take a while. Um, in the initial load even takes a little little while. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that was always super long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does it does the game start like it always intentionally start you off on a on a nightmare planet? Mm. Like, because I because I landed somewhere that was basically hot. All, I started somewhere that was hot all the time and had frequent <laughs> firestorms, and so I'm constantly having to find sodium plants to keep my uh, yeah. I think it keep keep my environment. I think it suit does kind up. of favor more dangerous planets now than it used to. Like it used to be on a completely neutral. Because the whole point of the like the to start very start and sort of very start tutorial is just like you, you have to get to your ship to start with. Yeah. So it's very. It's trying to force you to be like, this is how you're meant to survive in these kind of environments, and you have to worry about collecting the resources and following waypoints. But then, like, yeah, that's. I think that's. I think that's intentional now. <laughs> okay, they've skewed it that way. Okay, that was fine because that. Yeah, that first planet was a nightmare, and then I moved on to the second one, which wasn't quite so nightmarish. And I thought about landing somewhere that looked quite nice from the outside. It looked like like uh, oh, it looks like it's got blue water and. Uh, uh, you know, it could, could be quite a nice, nice planet. Land on it, and it's a crimson red hellscape. <laughs> it's so weird. It looks nothing like what it does from the, like the from, from outside of it. And then you get down to it, and it, I mean, it was such a bright red. It's ridiculous. It was like eye searingly red. Um, and it was it was what did they call it? it was a Xeno dome or something they called it like a like yeah so it's just all weird plants and stuff mm. like that. And it's that just sounds like, like that might be one of the new uh, new biomes that they put in. Yeah, like yeah, it's all, all, all strange blobby things and moving. Yeah, because like, there definitely are, just... or there definitely were, like the occasional planet you'd find which had like what what you what I guess you'd call like filters, where it would just be like this planet has a really weird color scheme, but it's not like things are just a weird color. It's like the entire your entire view is just like weirdly fucked up. Yeah, like, I, found like, a, so, so... I found a planet that was kind of almost monochrome. Right. Oh, oh, that's really cool. Actually, if it was just totally black and white, you're gonna have like spoon based noir. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be up for that. <laughs> yeah, based noir. Spoon based noir. Yeah. No, that that crimson plant. I just could, I couldn't stay there for very long. It was just it was too much. <laughs> it's like no, I'm going to find somewhere else. I'm going to go back to the ice planet. <laughs> uh, yeah. It. it it seems okay. Like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It really knew. I didn't really know what I was expecting to be honest. From it, I, I guess. I, I guess. I guess. I still want to have that moment where I'm just like, ooh, yeah, ooh, look at that, ooh, fleet battle, or, ooh. Yeah, I've got into. I've got to, I've got to get a bit further. Yeah, I've got into one bit of space combat. Like someone was like, like pay us money, and I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't I don't, I don't have that much money. I think I nearly died, but it was like it was all right. I made it. Yeah, I made it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll stop now. No man's sky. It's a thing. And then you know, theoretically, we can even play that in multiplayer now. Theoretically, uh, yeah. I don't really? know, is it cross play? Yeah, with the with the next gen patch, they did that. Huh. 
All right. Yeah. Give, give that a try. Um, cool. Yeah. I don't know. This must be new because like the, the game starts, the game basically plays by default from third person now. Yeah. Don't, yeah, so play that. don't play it like that. <laughs> oh, well, I have been. I, 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 kind of, I kind of preferred it. I don't know. I, I've been playing it that way. The, the main problem with third... Well, I guess, the, I guess the reason I didn't play it in third person is because there used to be a, a, bl- a bug that made it so, like, the like the suit UI that's on your backpack, it used to, like, clip outside the backpack and it used to completely clip into the camera to make it so you could <laughs> barely see what the fuck you were doing in third person. Which was a real never- problem. I've never actually understood what the backpack is trying to tell me in fairness. So it's I'm not sure. I think it, it's never explained. <laughs> I think it does I think it's meant to tell you something about your environmental, but then once you get like the suit refiner, that has a like a dial on the back as well. To oh, okay. show you how far through processing it is. It, it it looks a little bit like one of those um well it looks a little bit like a hot cold tap at the moment. Yeah. It's just got a red bit and a blue bit and I don't know what they mean. Yeah. And it's and there's some other marks on it that move, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But that was the main reason I didn't play in third person last time I tried because of that bug. But I, it's also like when you when you're playing third person, you can see how jank the animations are. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that bad. They're not, they're, they're, they 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 seem pretty okay. And you can see the gestures when you're doing them, I guess. Well, that too. <laughs> not not if I have any need to, but there's a gesture menu, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see like what your character actually looks like because you can change that yeah i changed that I, I, it's mostly the, the same as the start i just gave myself a different helmet and made yeah. myself white and blue you know yeah naturally a bit more glacial smoothie mm. no man's sky i mean it was, it was something to do <laughs> something to do with your new machine <laughs> super powered machine what am i gonna do i'll play Play a 2016 game? Yeah. yeah, play a 2016 game. You've been playing any 2016 games, Egg? Probably. <laughs> I thought so. Because it's been a weird like, couple of weeks of playing old games for some reason. Um, How old? In order to segue off of Rob, mm. we, we should actually go back to the last podcast and talk about Hyrule Warriors again. <laughs> that game was fun. Yeah. It ran quite terribly, but it was. Oh fun. man, it, it, is, it is a technical. It is, yeah, it's it's it's, it's um, technically technically terrible, but <laughs> but it's a lot of fun to play. And I mean, because we were trying in co-op, which is why it ran ran particularly badly, obviously. So badly. And also, like, I feel like that game, the way you like the way that game operates. When you're playing in co-op, you're not actually meant to be together. You're meant to be like on the other sides of the battlefield doing completely different things. Which is great that it lets you do that, actually. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to remember a time whether like how rare it is actually in a modern game where the players playing split screen have to be, you know, where it lets you just be completely other ends of the level, like rather than having to be right next to each other and inside some kind of loading zone. It's yeah. like it's it's nicer that it just lets you run crazy. But it does kind of make it like barely cut off really <laughs> yeah i guess yeah there's, there's also doesn't seem to be any like it's it's almost a disadvantage to be together because of the weird way like the super moves like freeze time around the person doing the move but not for the other person but they can't really hit anything while that's happening either. <laughs> or or i think at times they can when it just pushes the enemies that the other person's attacking out of rage <laughs> yeah it's just like it's almost a disadvantage to be next to each other in some ways 
I'm, I'm, I kind of, I kind of really enjoyed it. It's dumb fun. Yeah. Like it's, it's not smart, <laughs> or at least not in the bit you get to play. But it's, and there aren't. It doesn't sound like there's quite as many characters in there as I'd want to be because it's that's kind of the thing, isn't it? The, at least at this, in the, in that demo, it's like you get three characters to play as, and they're all quite different, and it's quite fun to just see what the hell they do. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like there's too much more of that in the real game, was it? The, another three, maybe. And well, and the champions, I guess. Well, yeah, I, I heard like another four, seven or something to- extra beyond those. So maybe ten total. Okay, right. All right, that's, that's reasonable then. But yeah, those... but it also depends on like if those, like how it unlocks parts of the combo tree. Like maybe the, maybe longer combos help, and obviously different weapons because in mm. the demo oh, right, you only ever yeah. have one-handed swords with Link. True. Yeah, and I so went, maybe there's more crazy stuff to come. Yeah, I did go back and play play it again by myself to like actually stop and work out what the hell was going on with like the combos and whatnot. And I actually did figure it out. It wasn't it wasn't nearly as complicated as I thought it was. <laughs> like when you're playing with, with Link and you hit X to do the heavy attack, you just have to hold that down through the entire animation, and then your sword glows blue at the end, and then that's when you release and it does the second heavy attack. Right. I think we were doing it accidentally. And yeah. It didn't really. It didn't really matter because <laughs> it was like we were trying to work out whether it was like press release press or or have to, you have to double tap it when you start the first heavy attack or whatever. But like mm. no, you just hold down the X button the first time you press it all the way through, and then at the end of that animation you can trigger the second one. Mm. But then it ran, then I also ran into the sort of like obvious problem of that of the whole system of that combo and the, in this game is like which one is the best and then that's the only one you do it's the magical problem right yeah <laughs> which surprisingly isn't like the actual like link's fourth combo which is like, like... The, is, it, is it a bit like what i found with zelda where it's just like the only one i really wanted to use is the giant bomb yeah the giant bomb with her is probably the best Although her, she only has three to choose from. But then with Link, it's like the third version of his heavy attack is best. Actually, because it like the fourth one, you do you do a big spin attack. And then you do if you do the second one, you do like a slash. And then you like thrust your sword up and it like explodes with blue fire. Oh, <laughs> and wow. that's kind okay. of cool. Yeah. But like the third one, you do like a spin attack and then another spin attack. But that second spin attack like lifts you off the floor slightly. So you can combo an aerial combo out of that. So it makes it like twice as oh, long. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually way better. Is this is this out yet, or is this? Uh, it's like the twentieth, I think. Okay, soon. Man, I, here's the thing. I think I could quite happily play this. Yeah, I, I mean, I I really did enjoy my time with that demo, but it's like at this, in the same breath, it's like a little bit yeah, breath. Um, <laughs> it's a little. I don't know if I want to play it both solo and co-op. I think I want to do like one or the other. Sure. I think my, my preferred way would obviously be like, let's do it co-op, man. <laughs> yeah. But we can't do that right now. <laughs> well, only for like one more week after the, well, one and a half more weeks after the 20th, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Assuming everything goes according to plan, which might not. Yeah. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it is as it's. It, it can't be stressed enough. It is technically a real nightmare. Like the resolution drops very low, the frame rate drops very low, 
Um, even in Solo, it wasn't that great, right? You know, it has yeah. weird like pop up things where you're rotating the camera around and half the crowd isn't there until like a, a few moments later, just on rotating camera and they dither into place. And none of this really affects gameplay, but it's it's weird looking. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't know if it's just like uh, the Musou style of like huge crowds and then having to do the Breath of the Wild look. It's just too much for one of these types of games. Um, but then these games, I don't know how well these games have run anywhere else. Like they probably didn't run well. <laughs> anyway, but it's a series that's been there since PlayStation Two, right? So a bit of me's like, you should have got this right by now. There should be some. There should be some formula you can use to, I guess, but dial in the performance. Well, not always. Yeah. It's regularly, you've been different systems. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Yep, it definitely is. So it's like, oh, and also, like, no matter how much I tried, I couldn't pick up that goddamn axe we saw in. Because <laughs> right, I was yeah. trying to work out where, I was, well, I was trying to guess whether that's because it's a demo and they disabled two-handed weapons or whether it's literally you just can't get that and it's just set running. Maybe it's a skill you learn later or something. Yeah, maybe you have to get through a certain amount of the story before you get 200 weapons and then you could go back to that level to get that one specifically. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, it was that. Um, what else did I play? Well, <laughs> thanks to playing that, I went and played Breath of the Wild again. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. From the because beginning. I'm like, yeah, I, I was, I was like, I've got to go back to this world and, and you know, look at it from this angle again. I suppose. Hmm. Are you and doing so, Master Quest again, or? Well, no, I, t- I started again on normal <laughs> instead. Yeah. Maybe if I get far enough in this save, I'll actually be able to do the stupid Master Sword quest and actually finish it. Because I never did Master Mode because it's so goddamn hard. (laughs) (laughs) Although I feel like I'm like... I don't know why, but I feel like I'm just way worse at the combat, even though I've been playing it for like quite a while now, and I should have got better at it again. I'm just like, I can't, I just keep fucking up the dodges so badly, and I'm just getting through most battles by just getting hit in the face a lot, and then eating food. I'm pretty sure that was how a lot of my time with that game was in fairness. And it was only like towards the end where I was starting to really get it, get it down. Like yeah. it's one, of, it's definitely one of those. It's a learner, isn't it? You, you, you learn a technique for it. But, but on the other hand, if like you do that right master from... sword dungeon, you're going to get good at it pretty sharpish. Right? Well, in theory, <laughs> yeah. Get good. But one of the things that I have been much better at immediately is just like, parrying lasers like for some oh, okay. reason yeah. it's like i'm way worse at dodging but for some reason i'm way better at parrying lasers right from the start of the game no i was never good at that <laughs> i think i've worked out how to do it now really which is basically just get as far away as possible because the longer you have to see the laser coming the easier it is to time the parry <laughs> don't mm. you cut it's much harder to time it if you're timing it by like the flash when it does when it does that beep that the guardian lasers do if you could actually physically see the laser coming, you have a much better timing window to actually actually do it. Which can be annoying if it's like a mobile guardian because they always want to be right up on you. Mm. And I did have some weird situations where I was like parrying lasers from above and it wasn't actually reflecting it properly. Like it was hitting them, but it wasn't doing the critical. So it was doing like crap all damage compared to how much it should do. Mm. Oh, weird. Okay, yeah, it just wasn't hitting them in the right place. Yeah, it wasn't like reflecting directly into their eye because of like the angle yeah. or whatever. Just slightly strange. 
and then obviously the uh, uh, the advantage of going back to this game again is just like knowing where all the shit is. <laughs> yeah, immediately that's go thing. and get the horse armor that lets your horse teleport. Immediately get the Korok mouse so you can easily find Koroks to expand your inventory. <laughs> immediately go to the woods because you can. Get the master sword as soon as possible if you want. If you, you still need to get all the hearts though to get the master sword, right? Sure, but like only thirteen. That's fine. Mm. Normally, I'd say you, like if you're the first time playing that game, you obviously probably want to. Well, I don't know if you probably. First time you probably go half and half, hearts and stamina. <laughs> but then, like second time, you might be like, "Oh, I obviously don't need hearts because I can just make hearty food and have extra hearts all the time because it's so easy to do that." Yeah. So you go all go stamina, stamina, but then yeah. it's like this time I'm like, "No, I want I want the master sword as soon as possible." So I have to go all hearts to start with until I have thirteen, and then I can go all stamina. <laughs> mm. I forgot that that was a weird limit there that you needed that many. Yeah, because yeah. you lose hearts as you're trying to pull it out of the ground, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I guess it's a gating system they had. To, yeah. They had to yeah. come up with. But yeah, it's cool though. Yes. You can so, always use the weird respect statue. <laughs> well, yes, you can, but that costs money. Yeah. And obviously, you need a shit ton of money for buying a house and paying great fairies. Yeah. I never finished that, did I? I was, I was, I need your, was it your cartridge, Dan, that I was yeah, playing it was on? Dan's oh, yeah, it? okay. And it's got my save game on it. <laughs> okay. Actually, no. How does it work? Does it matter? Like, how does it work? Oh, is it, was it on your Switch? I no, it, yeah, it's on the Switch. That's the, that's the problem. You didn't use my Switch, did you? No. Did I you? can't remember. I might have done. Weird. No, I think, because we had it on my Switch initially, right? Because we transferred that save. I don't know. Oh, well, think, then, yeah, maybe, 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 yeah, no, maybe it ended up on my on my Switch. I just don't have a copy of it. Yeah, yeah, I think that might so, happen. And you've got a digital copy, right? Yeah, though? my one's digital, and Dan's one is cartridge, which is yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, I trundled around, did some stuff. I could just buy it. Obviously, you know. when it's a lot of money to just it's buy, it's a pretty good game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the obvi- obviously the, the other important like doing things in an order when you know what you're doing. Immediately do the Rito town instead of the Zora town to get fucking Rivali's Gale. The best ability ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, quite liked the Zora ability, especially when I was rubbish at the game. Like having Sure, but it's just like healers. eating food. It's just like it's not really... Or having a fairy. <laughs> yeah. Basically the same thing. It's true. I think I would probably go Rito first the next time around, but it pushes you towards Zora domain first, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah, well... I don't know if it, it doesn't really push you towards no. it. It's just the closest one. Yeah, it's just the most. Well, it's sort um, of the start of the game guides you in that general direction, and yeah. then it becomes the closest one, right? Because you've already started wandering in that direction. Also, the Zora River run is just the best way to get arrows. Yeah, still. <laughs> still, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was doing that throughout the entire game, basically. Yeah. Every time the Blood Moon happens, it's like, oh, time for more arrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And of, and of course, Satori Mountain, the key to having everything you want in that game. Yeah, the amazing mountain of plenty, <laughs> where there's just a particular grove full of hearty durians, which just sorts you out pretty much. Yep. Hearty durians and like a lot of different herbs that you might need for early armor upgrades. That's and that amazing. entire grove of apple trees if you want to do that stupid thing with the woman who just buys baked apples by the hundred for like tons of rupees. 
Where is that lady? That's in Rito Town as well. Oh right. Oh god. Oh, so that does make to sense. Go there first. Yeah. I how how did I get my, my plan for getting money early on was because I went to the uh, Kakariko Village way was just hunt the deer that are in that sort of field when you go down that right yeah yeah off off past yeah, that village. Use the deer. yeah and use the and cook up the uh, meat and that, that that sold for quite a lot of money yeah but it still took a while good. yeah and they're, they're quite skittish the deer it's quite hard to hunt them <laughs> well it's like you have to paraglide onto them yeah <laughs> it's the hilarious stealth of that game where for some reason when you're on the paraglider you're basically invisible <laughs> well, well, and, then, and then hit and then do the slow down time attack yeah use the, the slow motion bow attack Man, that game is a... but it's quite ridiculous how like being on the paraglider counts so much for stealth like you can paraglide directly behind an enemy and they'll never see you <laughs> you just land there and then you can do a sneak strike <laughs> it's like that's not how that should work <laughs> it's funny though <laughs> Oh, what do you reckon? Breath of the Wild two next year? Oh <laughs> man, I hope so. <sighs> what a game! And then in other old games I've been playing. Well, I mean, talk very briefly about Rocket League just because I want to say that I finally this season got the champion rewards. I finally did it. Thanks oh, nice. mainly to the bell curve shifting because of all the new players. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not actually. Any- Nope. Did we just lose him? It's the champion too. Yeah. Oh no! There you go. Oh, you're back. Back. Say that again, Zach. We lost you for a moment. Oh, I don't know. Like I could. I'm sure I'm not actually any better than when I was peaking at like the very edge of champion. It's just right, the, yeah. the bell curve has shifted me a bit higher. So now I'm like I nearly made it into champion two as well. So it's not like I'm wow. just on the edge of champion any longer. I've been toying with the idea of coming back, but I'm just not. I'm just. I'm not feeling it still. I don't no. know why. <laughs> I played. I actually played some CS. I went back to that. Sure. And like my Valorant, my CS game has got a lot better after I've been playing Valorant. <laughs> well, okay, maybe, maybe the Valorant game in the meantime has got a lot worse. <laughs> I'm not real sure how much longer the season has. I think it said December at some point, and it seems like it, judging by the like you know achievement things, the whatever they're called. I don't even remember what they called those. Like challenges? goals, challenges, something like yeah. Well, those have sucked. Those have sucked this season mainly because they've they, they've well, done the season the, sucked. Well, sure, but like they've done the thing where they've made challenges that are too specific and like are things that you don't necessarily want to do. Where it's just like like finish high in a in an online tournament, which you know the tournament system requires you know time commitment. You have to be there at a certain time when the tournament starts, even though they're like you know it's running a automated system to generate them on the if it's not a player made one. They have like psionics tournaments that just run on a on a cycle, but still. Mm-hmm. So I uh, and then it's like if you complete all the challenges this season, you get an extra reward. But from what I can see, it looks like that extra reward is just like some you know drops <laughs> so i'm just like right, i yeah. guess i don't really care enough to go out of my way to do these specific things i'll just take the yeah. extra xp and just you know use that to level up the rocket pass and get all that shit <laughs> i mean are they like game breaking challenges as well where it forces you to play dumb not really i did notice okay, that one of the challenges I mean. was get a demolition <laughs> and i was like that's, right. the, that's the danger one but it was only one <laughs> so it was okay right, yeah 
actually one of the challenges i think is like at the current point in the season one of the challenges is like score over a thousand points in a game and that like never happens wow yeah that's quite rare it's like i i can't even think the last time i did that in a legitimate game i mean how often does that happen even at pro level really yeah exactly it's like getting that many points means you've been virtually the only person on your team doing stuff (laughs) yeah you've scored everything i did like i can think of a couple of times you get into like eight or nine hundred maybe but to get over a thousand is a a hell of an ask (laughs) it doesn't really encourage team play that one does it no i mean mate i i'm not it's like how much could you cheat that and if maybe you get more points if you're playing in like rumble or something where shit just happens oh maybe yeah (laughs) so that's rocket league uh and then because we need to end this podcast because my food is apparently quite early um the last thing that i played that's old is i went back to torchlight 2 because we'd been talking me and rob talked about (laughs) talked about that the other week and i was like yeah "Yeah, okay i'll look at that again and weirdly like when I went back in, I was like, okay, yeah, I remember the start of this game. I remember the second area, the desert area. And then mm. once I started playing it, I was like, okay, I vaguely remember the third area based on like how it shows up in the in the loading screen. I'm like, oh, yeah, that kind of swampy-looking area. I sort of vaguely remember that. But according to my Steam achievements, I finished what like this at some point. <laughs> I don't remember have... anything past the first two areas, really. Oh, and wow. barely the third. Weird. It so, did surprise me, I think, when you said when you said you hadn't finished it, but but also didn't surprise me at the same time. It didn't surprise me enough. Yeah, <laughs> like I just I just don't remember what happens in that game after the, after the first two and a half areas. That sounds like a problem. Yeah, and also actually just playing it again. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember why this kind of sucks, and like <laughs> the whole. It's weird because you look at the skill trees. I mean, obviously, it's locked to character. The skills trees are specific to each character. So I'm only looking at one of them. And I only vaguely remember like the engineer one that I, was the one that I finished the game with and the berserker one I sort of remember. But I'm looking at the Outlander one, which is sort of gun-based. But all of those skill trees, as far as I remember it, the actual skills you get... Well, firstly, the skills only unlock as you level up so like you can only unlock you can't even like choose to unlock a specific skill it's like you only have this skill available at this level until you reach this level so do you want that skill and then there's like three of them depending on the tree there's like three different trees for each character basically so you're choosing one out of three and then once you've done that you're like okay i'll wait until level 14 i guess <laughs> to choose what the next one is which kind of sucks because then you're just spending skill points in like upgrading the one skill you have and if you've made a bad choice then you're kind of stuck with it but then also the the action when you look at the skill trees and you look at the different skills you're like are any of these good like i think in every one of those classes that i've played like engineer and outlander and berserker i ended up mostly putting skill points into the passives rather than the active skills hmm. like all my builds have been about whatever the passive effect of that class is which in the Outlander is just like better guns and and like evasion. So your defensive skill is your defenses are based more around like dodge percentage than actual armor value. Right. But yeah, it's just like the the the, the skills, particularly the early level skills that you can actually unlock, seem so bad. It's just like, well, I'm 
might as well not waste that skill point in giving that shitty skill that I don't actually like. I might as well just put it into passives again, <laughs> which kind of makes you not really be doing anything when you're playing the game. You're just like clicking on things. You're not like one, two, three. It's like thinking about cooldowns or anything. You're just doing generic hold down the button to attack attacks, <laughs> if you see what I mean. And I remember that still being the case for like the engineer as well, even into the late game, because his, the only skills that I remember using for that class was that his spe class specific thing is charge, where your charge builds up as you're attacking, and then you can expend that charge to power up your skills, basically. But the only one I used was like a shield that just gives you, you know, a shield. So it prevents you from taking damage to your health, of course, <laughs> which is important. Mm. But then the only other skill I had was basically a weird like AoE burst that comes out of you, but all that does is build more charge, so I could just keep refreshing the shield. It was like I wasn't using yeah, any right. actual attacking skills. I was only shooting a regular gun for the actual damage output. <laughs> but then the only two skills I had were just these weird passive defensive ones again. So like the whole skill tree of that game just doesn't seem very nice. It doesn't mm. it doesn't encourage you to use any of the skills over just buffing yourself essentially. Or at least that seemed like a the most viable strategy to you anyway. Yeah, just from reading the descriptions and like fiddling around with a couple of the skills. Because it also I don't remember whether there is actually respec potions in the game or whether those were modded in, because they were modded in, in in Torchlight One. And because in the game there's a there's a character in the town that you can talk to where you can undo the last three skills used skill points you spent but like no oh, not right. more than three <laughs> right yeah so it can let you experiment with a new skill when you like if you get to that level cap or whatever that unlocks a new skill and you're like well i can just put a point into that and see what it's like temporarily and then undo it if i don't want it but like a lot of the, the trouble with that is that like all of the skills have a free tiered system where you put more skill points in and then like at, after you put five five into one skill it unlocks a new like secondary effect so you mm. can't even really test those skills by just yeah, putting one you, point in <laughs> you can't necessarily get a feel for what, what what the synergy might be yeah you just have to look at the look at the description and be like what does this actually do when it levels up it's hard to tell it, it, it does like more what, <laughs> isn't that kind of what guild wars 2 did at the at the start before they had like full respecking and all that stuff like you, you did there were certain 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 ways of of, of building a character that clearly worked yeah kind of uh, but even in like even before they did the full full respec it was sort of not it was sort of possible to respec even in the old days okay rather, rather than now where it's just like a straight up menu and can, you can just toggle things on and off completely at will yeah <laughs> so yeah i don't know if i'll continue playing any more of that really <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've played like the first series, ingraining those further into my mind as that's the whole of Torchlight 2. <laughs> <laughs> is there an icy bit? I seem to remember, I think we maybe we, that seems to be my memory of like an overworldy, like sort of area. We got to an icy bit or something. Yeah, that might be part of the third one. I think the third one is like half swampy and half icy, maybe. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, that was that came up as a conversation between me and Rob about about things we might have to make videos of at some point if we have oh, run yeah. out of other ideas. Because obviously we're done with Portal now. Right. What's on the video to come? You're not doing A to Z. 
Well, we can't well, really, because the yeah, point they present was like, it uh, yeah. just is everything, not just the multiplayer things. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, we could stream it the way we've been doing over Din. Yeah, we could. And, 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 and arrange well, something like that. Yeah. It's not ideal, <laughs> as we found. But we do have one other idea of a game that we probably should play that's multiplayer and we can make a video of. Secrets. Yep. Oh, okay. Coming soon <laughs> to the YouTube channel. <laughs> Maybe. Chest. Yeah. Which we have a channel on YouTube <laughs> with all those videos on, which you can check out. And we have the new website, which you can also check out, hapsalad.net. Yeah. Shiny. Crisp and green. It is relatively crisp. Excellent. It was getting a bit. It was getting a bit old and moldy and wilted. But it is now Wil- a fresh, wilted. I like a fresh, that. A fresh salad. Uh, yeah, it's ready a, for you. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's definitely more turgid. you're <laughs> <laughs> looking for turgid, you've come to the right place. Right. Okay. Uh, well, we've got a bit long on this one, haven't we? So uh, I think that'll be a podcast. I can fill you that. in on, on Squadrons next time. It was, um, it, was, it was my bad. It was console week. Too much to say. Yeah, console time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so check out that website and YouTube channel. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another Zellacast. Bye. Bye.